ever uh, wanted to do a, another season of, of, of ranking, mm-hmm. we could rank gangsters. Like that Al Capone and, and Machine Gun Kelly. And then we could even we could even branch off into gangsters in different countries as well. Yeah, don't worry. That and was that, immediately my first thought when you said that. Was I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure there's like Al Capone or whoever. But. Yeah, like, uh, it's just like, and then, like, because I was thinking about war criminals, but that's kind of a difficult one to that's do. That's a really long list. And it's also like, you can't include, like, we, we would just burn every bridge possible. Because it's like, well, if we do an episode on Obama... Yeah, yeah, well, no, no, all it, of a sudden we're going to be no one. No one's listening to us anymore. Yeah, because we would have to do every American president. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. So we're not doing American yeah, instead presidents. Of, <laughs> instead of it's like war criminals. All right, episode one. Go listen to American presidents. All right, episode two. <laughs> go listen to American presidents. <laughs> to everyone out there, have you heard of the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV? With an expanded free trial, which you can play through the entirety of A Realm Reborn and the award-winning Heavensward expansion, and also award-winning Stormblood expansion, up to level 70, for free, with no restrictions on playtime. Alright, you ready to begin? That's rock and roll. Alright. Welcome to Totalis Jeffian. This week, Jeff. We're finally getting into Jeff. (laughs) Okay, Jeff. Yeah, all right. He was born in 517 AD in the city of Constantinople. Oh, shit. The first Jeff to be born in Constantinople. Mm. Uh, He will not be the last. (laughs) All right. It is the most... Uh, this is where most the highest Jeffs per the capita. highest Jeffs per capita. The other place is Syria because mm. the first like five Jeffs all were all born in Syria. Actually, Constantinople is really populated. It's probably not a high Jeff per yeah, capita. Yeah, well, it's 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 Constantinople, not Istanbul, right? So, is there a, you know the song? No. It's Istanbul, not Constantinople. No. Yeah, it's a bad song. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff would have a chaotic childhood. We gather. Since when he was 15, the city exploded into riots. That's cool. When, um, if you remember, Jeff's father uh, was in charge of executing five men for causing a lot of violence in the yes. city. Yes. And then they let the, go, the, they let the five men go, and um, two of the ropes snapped, dropped to the floor. Yeah. And so they re-put him up. They did it again. <laughs> again, it the sore again. necks, the... Uh, uh, and then some priests came over and, and stole them away into a church, which caused a bunch of riots when Justinian forced them out and executed them anyway. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. It's, it's, I barely go a day without forcing some exiles <laughs> out of a church and executing them. Speaking of exile, Napoleon on the... <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you wait till we get to Napoleon in the Jeffs. All right. All right. Looking forward to uh, it. We won't. <laughs> um, now, Jeff was looking at these teams... And he was thinking really hard about it. He wanted to join the Greens and Blues. One of them. He didn't know which one, but he didn't really care. They just seemed like a cool organization. Fair, but fair. his father was like, well, there's a lot of riots going on in the city. Maybe you shouldn't join right now. A heated debate then happened where a compromise was met. Jeff 13 said, okay, join them. Let's just wait till this blows over so you don't get caught in any crossfires. 
Jeff 15 was saying that, no, there's going to be no issue if I join. Obviously. This, these teams have resonated through history. They started in Greece, right? Like, Ooh. like almost like 800 years ago. Uh, I just, I, I love to imagine him like people nowadays who are like, oh, we need to return to Rome. And he's like, no, no, no. We, it's, it's, it's traditional. It's like Greece. <laughs> we need to return to Greece. <laughs> Instead of like Roman statue avatars, they have Greek statue avatars. <laughs> <laughs> they just have busts of all, like, the Greeks <laughs> in, like, their clothing stores and stuff. <laughs> um, and event, and he, he agreed. Jeff agreed. Fine, I'll wait, but it's pointless for me to wait. You should let me join right now. Um, well, and the main reason that Jeff 13 was not wanting his son to do that, on top of not wanting to see his son get murdered, um, if, is yeah, he does have enough. a merchant empire. Oh, yeah, this that, is rich bitch, Jeff. Yeah, and he wants his son to take it over, but his son is showing zero interest in taking over this business. Doesn't want into the family business. No. Well, he wants to make his own place in history, you know? He wants to be his own well, man. Too bad. You were born wealthy. You'll have to live with that for the rest of your life. Start a YouTube channel about how you, like, live a billionaire son's life. And... God, that video is fucking so annoying. Oh, I know exactly I, I, the video yeah, you're yeah. talking about. I thing is, I feel, like, so bad for those kids. Hot girls. Fast cars. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, part of me, like, I, I, I feel kind of bad for them. Like, not materially, obviously. Yeah. But I'm like, you will forever just be living in the shadow of, like, whatever parent and was as much as, as much as you, like, there's a lot of times where poor people just can't make it out of the place they're, they're, they're in mm -hmm. because of things in their life. Mm -hmm. A lot of rich kids are their whole life's already chosen for them as well. Yeah, yeah. Before they they don't even get a choice to like again like cry me a river. You're you're living better than the most of us. But, yeah, yeah. But like, and then being rich, you can also become your own person eventually mm -hmm. when you like when you take over. Yeah, yeah. But go to therapy, get that sorted out. You have the ability to like pay I'm your sorry, way out of it. Millionaires don't go to therapy. All right, <laughs> that's for the lower classes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's nothing uh, wrong. I've, I've already, I think I've already <laughs> been over my fucking like crackpot theory on mental health. So, <laughs> oh yeah, we yeah, yeah. Jeff, like um, like just six or something. It was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were. It was for anyone who jumps Biden. in on this episode and doesn't want to listen to our shitty episodes. <laughs> um, basically, my insane person theory, and I preface that because I know it's insane on mental health, is that it's a pseudo psyop. Um, to basically placate people who are miserable, depressed, and, like, hate their lives living, like, a working-class life in poverty to be like, well, yeah, sure, you can't afford your next meal, you don't know if you'll be able to afford rent next week, but have you tried meditation? <laughs> and it just, it drives me up the fucking wall to see, like, companies and whatnot, like, Talk about like better help and like right. oh, my, yeah. how mindfulness can help you like achieve peace within your life. Oh yeah, and it's like you know what else would being paid decently, <laughs> you fucks. No, no, no. Anyway, you're just not working hard enough. Is all. Oh yeah. You... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, now Justinian was in charge at this time. Obviously, he's the one who caused the riots. Disclaimer: This is not a children's podcast. We said. <laughs> anyway, you know Justinian... we are we are E for everyone on every episode except our first one. I've been clicking the explicit ah, button. No, it is it is E for everyone. Well, fuck it, sure. <laughs> What's up, kids? Unless the E is for explicit, 
But, oh yeah, yeah. No, if it's an E on the okay, podcast, then, yeah. the but red E is explicit. For some reason, our first episode's not. But I probably just didn't know where the button okay. was. Cool, cool. Um, now, just Justinian had no way of placating this crowd anymore. He tried his best to go out and say, "Hey guys, like I'll step down, <laughs> like Anastasius. Hey but there, you guys are gonna let me stay on the throne, right?" And then they were all like, Haha, "No," and they burnt down half the city. Um, George Washington ass fucking. Yeah, well, he was trying to think back to George Washington, right? And and, and really think, well, what would George Washington do right now? You're right? making a joke. <laughs> I had to fucking remember when, like, America started. Well, remember started. we said that um, Cincinnatus is the Roman George Washington. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, and America was, like, the 1600s. Uh, well, America, no, well, America is the conception of history, but... Um, but like it began. Allegedly, it started in like the seventeen. It was seventeen sixty five, seventy five. You're know. looking at me like I, I wasn't the one just asking. Yeah, yeah. So like, hey, you're the one who knows older history, okay? Yeah, I know older than we have sixteenth century. It's like this weird crossroads <laughs> of like, if it's before like nineteen like twenty, we're fine. Or if it's after nineteen twenty, we're fine. And if it's before like. 800. <laughs> yeah, no, well, like, I know, like, the only part of history I know almost nothing is when Rome falls 1453, and then when America's, like, does their revolt. Oh, yeah, so what I don't, the, what the I don't fuck have, happens there? I, don't, it's, I know there's, like, a couple French revolutions in there. There's a couple, a lot of things happening. Martin Luther's in there. Oh, wow. Um, a lot happens. A lot happens in that time period. It's also when, like, Shakespeare's around and Gibbon, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of things happening in Europe, and especially, like, I think the Hundred Years' War happens in between that time as well. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so That's, like, Britain's whole thing. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's because it's, like, the world power transfers from Rome over to... Well, at that to... point, Rome wasn't that uh, those guys. No, fair, it was fair. It was the Ottomans, right? At that oh, time. Oh, okay, okay. Nah. Uh, but we'll get into that in a couple episodes. Sounds good. Um... This is arguably the largest riot in Constantinople's history put together, all of them. Mm, cool. um, it is also one of the most like bloodiest ones in history as well, riots. Um, almost half the city was burned or destroyed, and tens of thousands of people were murdered. Again. By by uh, state troops. We need to we need to put a stop to these looters and rioters, folks. They re- <laughs> that was what Justinian was writing on the walls. Yeah, was he calling them? He thugs? was looking back at Donald Trump and saying, <laughs> "What would he do right now?" You know, the uh, American Justinian. <laughs> the American Justinian. He's the American Julius Caesar. Actually, <laughs> and then again, like we discussed last week, his son is going to be the American Augustus. Ah, yes, yes. Um, now. The greens and blues were politically and factionally over. <laughs> cool. Yeah, they were completely wiped out to the point where they hold no power anymore. They just go back to being regular sports teams, which, <laughs> as we discussed, in the 12th, uh, 11th century, they're completely like gone as sports teams as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, like Jeff's hopes of um, joining the greens and blues... Dash pretty quickly. Uh, his father, probably good idea. Don't join yet or you'll die. Yeah, they all died. So ah, yeah. <laughs> Dodge had, had his finger on the pulse. This was almost an unnumbered Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> he was one choice away from being an unnumbered. <laughs> Damn, that was... Man dodged a bullet. <laughs> his father's the reason. Yeah. That's, um, a, that's You know what? 
can we can we bump up his father's uh, ranking there? <laughs> he he preserved the entire rest of the podcast. He did. It would have been was, over. Wow. Yeah. No. That one. <laughs> that one thing is. Here's the reason why we have the rest of them. Um. Now we're gonna go into a bit more of Justinian right now. Justinian didn't waste any time before starting what he had a plan for. Now. The way Totalus Rankium and Robin Pearson from the History of Byzantium podcast said, you could sum Justinian up in basically one phrase, where it's one god, one emperor, one empire. That's his whole philosophy. Okay. Where he thinks that the whole world would be happier if it was the Roman Empire. So that's what he wants to do. He wants to create something that, that will last throughout time. So, like, uh, fucking, oh god, what's the word? It's, imp- it's so, imperialism, he's doing imperialism. Yeah, basically. Is, yeah, yeah. For like sure, but a lot of Romans destiny. were like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, he had two of the best architects at the time staying in Constantinople. And, uh, Justinian called them up, hey, how's it going? You up? Um, yeah, yo, you, you up? Hey, Winky face emoji. Meet me at the palace in twenty. But like carved into like yeah. or whatever, and held by like soldiers. <laughs> uh, I can't um, wait till we get into like medieval whatever. Then it's like, hear thee, hear thee, Saya is thee up. <laughs> exactly. That is that is what we're gonna run into in a few episodes as well. I think that's cool. Yeah, because the first recorded uh, jousting event is in Roman. Right? And I know we're not like doing like uh, any history outside of like Rome or whatever here. Well, really, outside of Jeff. Or outside of Jeff. Sorry, he's in Rome for the most part. Is at this point because like Rome has like obviously started like fracturing. Yeah. Um, is another empire more powerful than Rome at this point? Um, you could argue... Discounting, the, like, don't say China or, like, the... I'm tempted to say, like, Mongols. Mongols aren't around yet. Oh, wait, what was Attila? Attila was a Hun, but the Huns are basic. After his death, they kind of quieted down. We'll come into them in this episode again. Oh, okay, okay. But um, they're not the force they used to be. Fair, They're fair. working for the Romans again, like the okay, beginning. Okay, okay. Um, besides Persia, which is the Roman neighbor... Um, Persia is definitely bigger and I would argue more powerful than Rome right now. But in Europe, no. Rome is still the most powerful state. Um, Whenever Rome decides they want to do something, it gets done still. Okay. Okay. Right? So, um, and Justinian believes this strongly as Mm. well. Like, that's part of his philosophy. We are Romans. We deserve... And right now, if you remember, Italy, Africa, Gaul, Spain, Britain, all not in the empire. Oh, okay, okay. Right? This is just Greece, Turkey, yeah. uh, Thrace, Syria, hey, Egypt. They're not very big right now. Like, uh, I don't actually have a picture of it right here, but I want to just, because I will show you pictures later. Um, fall of the West. So, Rome right now, good God, is uh, basically just take out this half. That part right there. That's the Roman Empire. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it is much smaller, isn't it? It's only on the Eastern Mediterranean. Yes. Right? Yeah. So they hold 
nothing outside Ayak of... Because, like, Rome isn't in Rome anymore, right? No, we, yeah, 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 we're yeah. talking about that, right? And yeah, yeah. It, that's where the whole, can we call them Romans, mm. that argument comes from, which I don't like the argument because the people at the time... If you say as soon as they lost Rome, they're no longer Romans, well, people at the time didn't know that. People yeah, at the time, yeah. they considered themselves Romans. Their enemies <laughs> called them Romans, right? Like... The city of yeah, Rome yeah. is it's outside of the empire, but they're Roman people. Yeah, and there's a there's the part of me where it's like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really no. matter because it's all like made up lines on like a chalkboard. Exactly. Something, something, opinions about borders, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justinian, these, these architects came to Justinian, and he just wanted one thing from these two. Nothing too difficult. Only the greatest structure ever created. That's all he wanted. And he wanted to see it done in his lifetime. That feels... Fuck. Don't the pyramids already exist? Uh, yes, but... Get fucked, Justinian. But, um... Like, come on. You put some bricks together. (laughs) Well, is is it going to be better than the Vegas orb? The Vegas Orb, yeah, well, the Ve- <laughs> Vegas Orb. Idiot. <laughs> um, uh, I saw a fucking post earlier today that was like, they say we can't build cathedrals anymore, but put a medieval stonemason in front of this <laughs> and tell me which one makes him feel the presence of God. <laughs> so he's going to build what, the Roman Orb? Well, n- not quite. <laughs> or, if I could guess, is this the Colosseum? Colosseum's been built. Yeah, okay, that's... Yeah, I, it was built I before kind of our podcast so. started. What the fuck? We started at Trajan, and it was built two emperors before Trajan. Okay. Then I have one other guess, and yeah, I promise this totally is the last good. one. Is it the Leaning Tower? Well, is it just uh, no. the Tower of Pisa? No, no. Okay. Huh. Yeah. What the fuck is it? Well, over maybe ten, it ended up being nothing. Anyway. <laughs> over 10,000 people were commissioned to make this structure, and within six years, it was created. How many died? Uh, a few, but it was more because um, competition was encouraged. 5,000 worked on the front, 5,000 worked on the back, and they were, they were trying to race to see who can build it faster for awards okay. of, the, of, the, of the structure. Yeah, yeah. This structure is known as the Hagia Sophia, which is the anglicized version. The uh, real version is the Yahia Sophia. Well, I guess he fucked up because I don't know what that is. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> Sorry, will, bud. Like... Like, this structure, it's still today, around today. It is one of, even in today's architecture, is one of the most impressive structures. Um, I have no clue what that is. It, it's fine. You don't need to. Just know that this is, this is world-changing. Okay. Like, this is one of, this is, I would argue, the most important structure ever built in the Western world. Someone hasn't seen, what the fuck is the... What, Notre st- Dame? No, the... Pisa. Um, <laughs> it's not Mecca. It's like, not in Europe. The city, <laughs> Baghdad. No, ah, like I'm Can... talking about a structure in the Western world, which yeah, yeah. The Middle East is different. Uh, uh, yeah, fair enough. And also, I would argue because this is these stru- these were added when it became a mosque, so these 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 towers weren't there before. Now here's a different angle of it. Oh, is that kind of like um? Because I went to the I think it's like and Ang- Ankar. Ankara, uh, the exhibit the at the museum. Oh yeah, yeah. There was something about like they put towers there because it was religious. Mo- Muslim, yeah. Yeah, okay. those are, those are those towers are Muslim. Okay, usually, okay. Architecture wise, um, this 
it was a marvelous feat. It would show for the next thousand years Constantinople's dominance over Christianity. Okay. This would okay. be God's building. Oh, shit. And this building is so big that you could basically fit the entire Leaning Tower of Pisa inside of it. Okay, now it's far more impressive. Yeah. <laughs> what the um, fuck? I guess Mussolini wasn't around, so they don't have independence <laughs> yeah. for Vatican City yet? Or um, Yeah, exactly. And it's <laughs> like, it would take another thousand years before a, a more impressive church was made. Hmm, okay. Right? And um, So this, this wasn't Protestantism, is what you're telling no, me? No, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. They're Orthodox. Orthodox Catholics. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so gaudy. Now, gaudy. <laughs> um, all right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're all good. Uh, this structure will become more important to us than some Roman emperors to come. Every major event will happen and take part in this empire here. Okay. The, the city would be more important than some Roman emperors. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. that's where we left off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, there was flaws to this building. They built it in, in six years. Yeah. Um, and also so, like, it was built... It was a bit rough around the edges. There it are was, flaws in stuff in, we build today. In 40 years, the dome of this building would collapse because oh, the, they didn't let the mortar sit in before they put the roof on it. <laughs> um, but Justinian... like You could always fix those problems down the road, honestly. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Um, Justinian is said to have walked into the Hagia Sophia and said out loud, Solomon, I have outdone you. Or how is it spelt? If you have it there, right there. How's you? Oh, okay, I was thinking. I, I was wondering if it had anything to do with like. I think it's called like the Hajj. No, no, no that's that's far away. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, this was. This is the most. This is the biggest city in Constantinople. One of the biggest cities still in Istanbul today. Where? It's biggest... a museum now. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it was a mosque up until around the Ottomans fell, and then they turned it into a museum, which is super. It's like it's, I want to. This building is the reason I want to go to Istanbul. Okay, because I I want I am going to see this building before I die. Yeah, this fair. building is like I have to see what all of these emperors saw. Mm. Right, like it's nah, just that's fair. like it's that's so that's... cool to me, and it's why Istanbul is my favorite city in the world. Mm. Um, he didn't rest there though, Justinian. Great, he has his building done. It's going to be solidified throughout history, no doubt. Justinian's legacy is secured. Yeah. So all technically he had to speaking, do was die. Yeah, uh, he noticed <laughs> that all of the laws in the empire were kind of a mess, right? Uh, lawyers during cases would just bring up obscure laws made up a hundred years ago by other Roman emperors. Luckily, we've learned from our mistakes. Yeah, and nobody nowadays would ever do something like that. Well, <laughs> Fuck. it's a lot harder to do that nowadays. And it's for reasons, right? Mm -hmm. For example, if Constantius II and Julian made a law that contradicted each other, this was going to be sorted out, mm. right? So Justinian had a group of scholars and philosophers and, and politicians come together and sit in a library and collect all the laws ever <laughs> announced by Roman emperors oh, what the since Hadrian. <laughs> which we started with Trajan. Hadrian was our second emperor. Yeah, it was like that was a moment right? ago, wasn't it? Yeah, right? So, um, and he 
decided to take out all of the laws that contradicted each other. He made a full law book for the empire, translated it into Greek and Latin, so that if you were a lawyer in the empire at this time, this was your book. You cannot go outside of this book at all. And these laws would, they would, this law book is one of the most influential texts. Wait, sorry, did you say his name was Justinian? Justinian. Like Justice? No. Okay. No, it doesn't come from that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, he's doing the law thing. I believe thing. the name Justice is already around oh, okay, at this okay. time, though. Um, and Justinian's name wasn't Justinian. It was Justinianus. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but, uh, like, uh, translated and then through time, it's just Anglicized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I this... can't say Romanized. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Romanized. <laughs> um this law book forms the basis of our modern laws in the Western world today, okay. where it's heavily drawn from the people who've made law books now. They look at that book and they, they, they like take the ideas from there and make it more into how it – more modern. You know, it's definitely – there's definitely changes between the So like books. I was saying about dredging up old laws <laughs> from however long ago, thank God we don't do that today. That would be just a – I would say a horrible precedent. There's so no like, way. Uh, Imagine well, we've grown like, as a society. Like so. it would be insane if we had a law saying that yeah, citizens have a right to guns, but that was made when you could fucking like you had to load it with like a poker. <laughs> <and> then... <laughs> That's why we have amendments. We can always amend them. Don't worry. Yeah, of course. My bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, next on the agenda, that's laws figured out, building figured out. Yeah, Let's he solved look. laws. He solved buildings. Like what's next? The vandals. He solved vandalism too? That's cool. Yeah. Well, the vandals have been in Africa for about 100 years now. Mm. More than 100. They've owned this, the entire bottom bit, Carthage as their capital. Uh, Justinian oh, yeah, yeah. wants to get it back. Oh, no. Let's, we're going to ignore the fact that Leo and Majorian already failed horribly. Yeah. Uh, how hard <laughs> could it be, right? <laughs> Obviously. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, I'm sure. Like, don't worry. I know Hitler died in Russia. That's where Napoleon lost. But, like... I could do it. Yeah. Oh, pff, come on. Chump change. I've read history. I know it's Russian winter. <laughs> <laughs> just wear can't, some. Can't just, be that bad. Just bring a hot chocolate and like a scarf. You'll be fine. Obviously. Have you tried uh, wearing boots? We're, in, we're from Canada, all right? Ours is marginally similar. Yeah, we're close <laughs> enough. We, we'll go from the other side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then they can't do scorched earth. They'll just run into the rest of Europe. <laughs> um, but Justinian was determined. And he sent his bestie general, Belisarius, who we're going to get to know. Bestisarius. Bestisarius. We were. I was talking about last week about how these two guys, Justinian and Belisarius, they're him. They're what? They're hims. They're hims? They're him. Yeah, he's him. He's him? Remember that, that phrase? J- Belisarius is him. Like, he's, he's that guy. He is, oh, like yeah, Spy yeah, Kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like... You want Belisarius, you know? <laughs> um, Carnally. Now, Belisarius arrived in Africa. The Vandals were caught off guard because the majority of their army was in Corsica, one of the islands off of Italy, mm. putting down a revolt in their land. Yo, a Napoleon reference. Exactly. I, I think, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so they weren't ready for a Roman, you know, <laughs> a Roman army to land near their home base. Fair. Now, Justinian arguably already accomplished what Majorian and Leo failed to do, which was land in Africa, because there, both of them know, failed before they got gotta, there. Got a leg up. So, step one, touch sand, 
accomplished. Let's go. Yeah. Step um, two, touch grass. Well, well step two, well, Justinian had a plan. It was a two-step plan. Ah. First step, touch sand. Touch sand. Step Done. Second, easy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, second step, just as easy, wind. Fair. Say yeah. no more. <laughs> Say no more. And um, That's what all successful generals do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> now, it wasn't long before the Vando King, a man named Gelimer, uh, landed in Africa. In yeah, Africa. Yeah. Um, and was swiftly defeated in back-to-back battles by Belisarius. Oh, shit. Now, I, I do get this. Uh, well, it was largely because of the Romans. They had a, the, the Huns on their side. Uh, and the Huns tend to, to, to be pretty good in warfare, yeah, yeah, yeah. as we've seen. Um, now, I got this next part from uh, Totalis Rankium. I didn't like look for where they found it, but it was in their episode, so that's my source material. Yeah, yeah we source um, Totalis Rankium. <laughs> they source other things. Yeah, exactly. Um, the second victory against the Vandal King Gelimer made him hide in a cave. All history is derivative, anyway. Where he asked for three things. A sponge. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. No, funnier. Uh, a sponge, a piece of bread, okay. and a lyre. So, like uh, the, the instrument, instrument or the instrument. somebody? Okay. The instrument, yeah. <laughs> well, the wa- instrument or a politician, <laughs> am I right? Belisarius, step four. I'm right here. <laughs> right here. Uh, and then he made it clear, no, the instrument. Oh, well, fuck. he wanted the sponge so that he could wash himself because he hadn't showered in a bit. Okay. He wanted a piece of bread so he could stop eating all this peasant food. Um, what the fuck is bread? Uh, it's not peasant food. A lot of Ooh. a lot of peasants didn't eat bread. No, it what was, the? Ooh. It was just grain. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, uh, and then wanted uh, a liar because he wrote a song about his woes and wanted to try it out. <laughs> 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 and in the podcast, they say he's gone full emo at this yeah, time. Man, how many times has this dude divorced? What the fuck? <laughs> um. I need a good meal, I need a sponge to clean myself, and I need to write a song. Well, yeah. Uh, but Gelimer, it was over for him. He was deposed. Well, it's Jover. They thought that this was going to be an easy win. They beat the Romans before. So they were already setting up a victory feast in Carthage. So <laughs> A victory feast for who? Exactly. Well, <laughs> Belisarius, after killing Gelimer, arrived at Carthage where he walked into the city and reclaimed it for Rome. Oh, shit. Yeah, the Vandal Kingdom that started over 100 years ago with our friend Gesseric, the one who literally spent the... He's the one who sacked Rome as well the second yeah, yeah. time, was over. Africa is back in the empire. Damn. Nice. Now... I feel like the <laughs> next paragraph is going to be for about four months, and then suddenly they lost hold of it because, like, I don't know... The next king, Jelimer. <laughs> Jelimer, his twin it all brother. Back. Well, no, we actually know that he comes across his brother's dead body in war. Oh, and shit. And he halts the entire army to have a, a funeral for him. Which actually is the reason that he loses. Because he, instead of actually acting on the battle and, and like going and like confronting Belisarius when he was in a weak position, he spent like five days just crying over the grave of his brother. See, man, this is why you're not allowed to have feelings. Exactly. You lose Africa. Exactly. Now, Justinian was... He, he, this was a good accomplishment. He finally got rid of the Vandals. That's a big thing. Fair. But... Got, was, like, okay, when you say got rid of, do you mean the Vandals don't exist anymore? Yeah. 
Oh. The Vandals are gone. Oh, he, like, fucking gulled them? Or completely assimilated them into the Romans. Yeah, but, like, there's not going to be a resurgence of the Vandals. The Vandals are gone for good. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, there was one thing that was bothering Justinian, though. He was a Roman emperor, but they didn't have Rome. It's time to get it back. Oh. So, Belisarius heads up into Sicily. How soon after? Because I assume this had to be this like is a about, bloody battle. This is a, uh, what but, do you mean? Like, not necessarily bloody and like a lot of people were killed, but like I assume a lot of people had to have died retaking Africa. Not as many as you think. Okay. This Italian campaign that we're about to get into is a lot worse for everybody. Yeah, because like I, at least my thinking was like, unless it was like five or ten years later. Well, like, yeah. Um, Carthage was taken, this whole war with, with uh, the Vandals took about a year and a half. Okay. They defeated the Vandals quickly, mm. right? And now um, with, with Italy, it was, everyone knew it was going to be a bit harder. There was a lot more land there that you can traverse. Yeah. Just Africa being primarily desert. <laughs> and like you have to kind of like round the horseshoe of yeah. Italy and go down, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But um, they're starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Now we're here, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when uh, Belisarius was thinking of, what would Drake say right now? We're Canadian, but we do not claim Drake. <laughs> yeah, we, don't, uh, we do not condone Drake on this podcast. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'd make, I'd make a joke, but I'm not sure enough about the allegations where I'm confident in it. What, so about we'll his just... son? Oh, about, oh, uh, what's her name? About, like, uh, things Bobby... similar to Dream. I See, again, I don't know her name. Millie, I've just Mill- seen Millie Bobby Millie Brown, Bobby Brown would be the person. I don't, I don't know enough to make the joke, yeah, I don't know. so we'll just uh, move on. I there. have no idea about it either. Anyway, um, Dream is insane. Anyway, <laughs> we're not talking about Dream right now <laughs> because we're talking about Justinian's dream of recapturing Italy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so and I have a so dream. You, just so there's like a it's basis. It's like that Fortnite speech. Anyway, the West fell and Italy collapsed in 476. Okay, we are now at 535. Oh shit! So it's it's been over 50 years now. I really like our Justinian podcast. I know. Um, now, <laughs> now you're good. This is where we finally get back to Jeff. Oh, good timing. <laughs> yeah. No, great, great timing. Um, in 538 AD, back in Constantinople, Jeff told his dad, since I can't join the Blues and the Greens, I'm 18 now. I'm going to go join the army. Yeah, that's classic Jeff. Again, his father would urge his son. he's a little old. He's 18, yeah. He's, he's starting late. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's getting up there in years. <laughs> um, now, his father urged his son not to go into the army. Again, it's not fun over there. Uh, there's a lot that's going to be happening. And again, you can stay here. You don't need to do this. We have everything set up. Yeah, yeah. Why are you doing this? Needs to fucking carve his own path. But Jeff was not deterred. And in fall of 534, Jeff left Constantinople with a legion that was heading towards yeah. Italy. Jeff was not deterred by reason or salient points. <laughs> so he, he could not be con- convinced from such good points. <laughs> yeah, fucking sound logic would not penetrate his thick fucking skull. Um, so he's off to die in Italy. Now, word had just come in that the legion was being sent to Belisarius in Sicily, who had just had to return back to Africa... Because I know I said there was no Vandals. The Vandals came up again and, and, and revolted against Rome. Uh, 
But it was put down within... Yeah, the, the like, like, scraps left yeah. over of the Vandals. So within six months, he went to Africa, put it down, and got back to Sicily. Nah. Uh, it was no big deal. Let me just deal with the rabble real quick. Now, in the spring of 536 AD, Jeff and Belisarius... It's Belisarius' army. Jeff's a soldier in it. Belisar- whatever Belisarius is about to do, Jeff also does. Okay. Um, but we only, have, we only have a few points. We know he's in this war... Uh, we know he takes part in 100% one battle, and he's in Belisarius' army. We know that. He definitely took play a part in these. Okay. Like, okay. there's no if ands. Like, there's no way he wouldn't have took part in It's not in like these. shoddy resources. Yeah. It's just, like, the focus We is... don't have what he's doing. We know he's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, now, Belisarius would move up Italy until he got to Naples. Hey, Naples, the trading city, right? Yeah. So uh, let's hope nothing happens <laughs> that would stop Naples from being able to trade. Yeah, damn, that would be that would suck. Exactly. It? Yeah. Um, Belisarius set up a siege and said to them, "If you guys give up now, I will I will let you live. But if you make me siege you out, I will not be able to hold my men back." All right, generous. Yeah. All right. Um, twenty the pharaoh, days in. Ravenous. Yeah. Twenty <laughs> days into the siege, um, a man an Isaurian soldier found an unused aqueduct that was just like this big. Okay. So with engineers, Belisarius sent those engineers to that aqueduct to try and make that hole a lot bigger because he knew that this aqueduct could lead them into the city. And at that same point, he had all of his soldiers start banging on their shields as they were going to attack. Right? Okay. Which distracted the, the guards. A sleight of hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look over here. We're banging the shield. Don't look at the engineers who are ripping a hole through the aqueduct in the side of your city. Um, then, once the aqueduct was open enough for them to get in, Belisarius sent one more letter to Naples. Surrender now or be destroyed. Naples, they had, you're not going to get in here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like, it's a fight. Yeah, there's no way. Oh, yo, what's that funny wooden horse? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yo. <laughs> Why are there a bunch of them? Where are they going? Is that our aqueduct? Where are you going? Why are you running? Naples said no, <laughs> and Belisarius entered the city. Uh, it was sacked. It was almost completely destroyed. It was, it was no longer a major city in Italy. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> obviously, uh, Jeff 13's uh, network, which now spanned more than just Naples. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that was his Ooh. main Italian base. Was That's destroyed. Awkward. Yeah. Um, but again, it didn't affect him too much because he did have other yeah, coastal yeah, towns yeah. at this time. Um, not that it would matter. Besides the money he's gaining from this. Um, he's still no, pretty the, sad. This, yeah, this merchant empire ends with... It starts and ends with Jeff 13. Okay. Right? Like when he dies, it just gets passed to like his friend who's like taking care yeah, of yeah. it. Right? It doesn't go to Jeff. Mm. But the wealth does. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, there we go. Siege won within 20 days. Uh, that's, Not bad. Yeah, it's a first victory for Jeff. Then, we're going to be going for the sub-20 days record on uh, the Naples siege. A <laughs> uh, couple new strats discovered. Turns out we can actually open that aqueduct <laughs> a lot faster using more modern engineering tactics. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they did. They just got a crane. You know, They got, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. a drill. And it was, it was easy peasy. Oh, I don't know why they didn't think of that. I know. Now, because of all these losses that the Goths were taking in Italy, with the losing of Naples and multiple other things that I didn't mention because they were too minor, uh, and it was before Jeff joined Belisarius' army, so uh, not counting it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, they toppled their Gothic king. Ah. And um, they put another one, Vitigis, another Gothic king named Vitigis in charge. Okay, okay. Um, who had, would have a more blunt approach. Let's just attack Belisarius. But he wasn't ready yet, and he was in Rome, Vitigis. Uh, and he realized that Belisarius was going to be near Rome any day now. Mm. And um, so he fled to Ravenna to build an army there, which is near, it's north, north Italy. Okay. Um, near the top, uh, it's the biggest city closest to the Alps, mm. besides maybe Milan. Sure. Uh, but Milan doesn't come into our story. It does get sacked, but it doesn't no come way. into I our story. I don't know what that city is, so we're good. Yeah. Um, and now with Belisarius outside the walls of Rome, the people refuse to fight him. Perhaps because they saw what happened to their neighbors' Naples. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, um, that's fair. So on December 9th, 536 AD, Belisarius walked into the old capital and reclaimed it for Justinian. Cool. Rome is back in the empire. Not bad. Yeah. Now, and I could... And Justinian died, and five years later, the emperor was actually at the smallest it's ever been. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, now, I could sit here and tell you all the times Belisarius and Jeff were sieged and then sieged other cities. There's a lot. There's, yeah, yeah. Like, out of sheer amount of battles and sieges, this Jeff has fought more than possibly any Jeff bar six. Christ. Um, but it's a not a great source time. We don't have a lot. Um, but here, I will just give you the brief outline of what happened, yeah? Sounds <laughs> In good. In this war. Otherwise, right. we'd be here all day. Uh, speed round. Now, after they captured Rome, Vitiges besieged Rome with 30,000 men. Belisarius and Jeff, this is the last one I'm going to go into in depth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rome had only about 5,000 men in there. And it was a stunning victory for Belisarius and, and Jeff, mm. where they were able to repulse Vitiges, who had to retreat. Um, Rimini was next. Uh, they went after the city of Rimini, and they captured it. Yay! Ooh. And then Vitiges besieged the city and lost again to Belisarius, who was able yeah. to siege... <laughs> I feel like I'm beginning to see a pattern. Yeah. Uh, the Romans then sieged Vivinitius. That's a f they started making up fake cities to siege. <laughs> yeah. To just like pad their numbers. <laughs> and it was uh, captured and then, then easily. Vesidiges and uh, Cityburg <laughs> is next. Uh, <laughs> Cityburg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then New City after that. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, and then, then Belisarius Town. <laughs> no, um, that was in 538. They captured that city. The Romans then sieged Axium in 539 and captured it. That's just math. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Uh, by 539, Jeff was a part of every siege that I mentioned since Naples, and all of them were victories. How old is he at this point? Uh, he was born in uh, 517. 538 now, so... Um, 20, 21? 21? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, five, uh, uh, 22, because it's 539 now. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Now, Jeff has distinguished himself at this time. That's how we know he was here, because he was promoted at this time mm, okay. to something that we haven't really seen. Okay. Now, I, I don't want to call it a spy, because that might make it a bit more cool. But, but he was promoted was, to KGB agent. Yeah, where it was basically like, go in, cause havoc, make it easier for the army to go in. Yeah, yeah. He so was, very CIA. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was good. He's a fucking CIA yeah. agent. Um, I've seen them called... 
uh, dign- uh, dignitaries. Some places, some of them called champions. <laughs> uh, some of them are just called spies or agents. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but that's the role isn't like fucking fuck shit up and fight. The role is go cause political hell. Yeah, and you could also like a lot of these guys also just go to these cities because like you're not going to just immediately if you're a goth king, you're not just going to immediately capture an important Roman diplomat and just execute him on the And luckily, spot. this is before uh, Cuba has invented the Havana Ray, so he no, can't come down with like an not. upset tummy. He was already got that, but they're, oh, on, they're in the Americas, though. Ah, uh, so okay. So they just didn't have the, this Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't have yet. that long-distance capability no, to no. give fucking Jeff a tummy ache and depression. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Havana, Havana sickness <laughs> is like my favorite thing because it's so obviously painfully <laughs> fake, but like it just what? keeps being cribbed for. That's because it's absolutely real. Oh, yeah, no, my bad. Yeah, yeah, because it's so such a severe disease that gets funding. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. So does cancer. <laughs> oh, God, jeez. That's the fucking implications. Anyway. Oh, I totally believe that, by the way. I believe that they have a cure for cancer. But it's t- it brings in so much money to the American government. Yeah, anyway. I'm like... Like, so much money. Yeah, like, I mean, Cuba does have, like, a vaccine for lung cancer, so, like, I'm willing to, like, believe yeah. that. Like, it's just there's no way our sciences have so many different, like, like we've cured so many things, but we can't, for some reason, this one thing. I don't believe mm. that. Especially since yeah. we've known about it for over 50 years now, longer. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, there's, there's, like, shit like that where it's, like, that's, like, one, cancer specifically is one of those ones where, like, if it came out that, like, yeah, we've been sitting on a cure for a decade, I'd, like, fully believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But I would also believe that, like, I'm obviously no medical scholar, but I'd also believe that if it came out where it's like, oh, we did it, like, yesterday, it's crazy, all right, we did it. Um, Where it's like, yeah, that's like a, I'm like, okay, yeah, it was probably, like, a really complex thing, and there's, like, 40,000 different kinds of Yeah, exactly, and I'm sure it's not just one fix-all, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Now, Jeff wasn't leading this spy team that arrived at the city of Ravenna, but he was part of it. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what, what their job was, was to just cause panic inside the city while Belisarius's army did siege fucking, it. Yeah, yeah, to so, fucking not do a coup, but to, like, annex the city. Yeah. Um, so they arrived a few days before Belisarius's army did. And they, they walked into the city. And they laid low. They separated around the city. Mm-hmm. And when Belisarius's army arrived, they went to work. Just imagine spy spy music. Everyone's wearing sunglasses yeah, and yeah, wearing yeah. suits and no, spy you know, fan music. Cool show. They all have like a the, the briefcases with like the bullet thing on the bottom, the pen <laughs> with the Do-do, yeah. Do-do, yeah yeah exactly. Do-do, do-do. Mission Impossible music playing. Tom Cruise coming down every once in a while just from one of those like hanging things, <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah, all yeah. like, "What is that? Who, the fuck? <laughs> Who is that?" <laughs> And someone's like, God, it's a Scientologist. And everyone's like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, Scientology is like a fucking, like, grandfather's paradox. Um. <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, enough about um, is, Islam and Christianity. And... When, when does Scientology really, like, get its grips here? Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll compare Scientology to, to a couple variants of, of religions in the past. That's what we'll do in Pax Americas. We'll talk about that. Oh, perfect, perfect. Um, now, um, as the city was being besieged, all of a sudden, from the inside, Fittikis realized that some of the buildings were on fire. Well, now, this, this was manageable. All throughout the city, buildings were being lit on fire. 
That was until Jeff found the grain storage. Oh, shit. <laughs> and lit that on fire. Well. So Vitigis then sent a message to Belisarius. Hey, um... We'll surrender. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. We'll surrender. Um, and just like, if you come to me, we will surrender to you. The Emperor of the West, Belisarius. Ah. Ah. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Belisarius probably uh, winced a bit. Oh, wait, but... yeah, wait, hold on. Emperor of the West? <laughs> wait, what the? Um, Justinian's the emperor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Belisarius agreed, yes. I will be emperor of the West. Just let me into the city. Ooh, I feel so, like that's not good. My favorite thing ever in, one of, in the whole podcast is when Totalus Rankium described this scene. So I'm going to describe it for you. All right. Imagine you're on the gates. You're a camera angle on the gates. You see Belisarius walking in to the city of Ravenna with his army. The doors shut. You start hearing screaming. And all of a sudden, a gothic head flies over the walls of the city onto the floor in front of the camera. <laughs> and then the doors open up. Belisarius, covered in blood, walks out, claps his hands together and says... We're needing the East Boys. Let's go. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he's That's pretty badass. Good. <laughs> um, so yeah, he he did say yes. I'm emperor in order to let them to get him to let them in, and then he killed all of them anyway. Um, oh shit. Yeah, because he's not. He's not trying to be the Roman emperor. Okay, and that, that was that was gonna be my next question. Was like, okay, did he like go like? Maybe I am the emperor. No, no but he, no, he was like, nope, fuck off. I'm he's extremely loyal to Justinian. Yeah, okay, and okay. The reason Justinian's able to accomplish half the things he is able to accomplish is because of Belisarius. Mm. But with this, this war torn country of Italy is back in the empire. Damn. Yeah. Um, I'm like shocked. But I feel like this can't last long. <laughs> this, this isn't going to last long. <laughs> Um, there's a reason Justinian's like so well liked. Like, there's a like, he is, he's good. Liked, okay. When you say liked, do you mean at the time? Because what he's doing is fucking imperial conquest. Yeah, oh, we'll get into his legacy in a bit. Okay. Because uh, I do, I do think it's important to talk about it. <laughs> um, and because he is such a a big figure, but he so obviously did things that. He shouldn't have. It's one of those names where, like, I've heard of it before. Yeah. Where, like, Jamie doesn't... Jamie has a really hard time with Justinian because he's always like, well, what's the point of all this? And yeah. Rob's explaining, well, we know the brush strokes of history. You do too. We're biased by it. Yeah, yeah. We know that the Roman Empire falls. And so now we're thinking all the gains that Justinian is making are pointless because it's all going to fall anyway. But well, they wouldn't have known that at the time. Right, and if we lived in the society where Justinian did these conquests, and then the empire built itself back up, and we were still living in that empire today, we'd be well, we'd be saying, "Great, Justinian, good job, Justinian." But because we know that doesn't happen, we're biased into thinking it was pointless to begin with. I, I feel like I can disagree a little bit, uh, only because like I see it as like what he's doing is just imperial conquest, not... which is what all Roman emperors were doing. What is what all empires do? Yeah, and it's like. I can go like, yeah, but I mean, America hasn't fallen yet. Technically, we don't know if it will. Yeah. I don't care if it lasts for a hundred fucking 500 more years or if it like dies in nuclear like death tomorrow. 
what it has been doing and what it is doing is like incorrect and I will critique it for that. Oh, for sure. In the same way that like, I don't care if the Roman Empire lasts another 700 years from this point yeah. or if it's all collapses within like a week from now. Yeah. What they are doing is like imperial conquest, Fair. slaughter of people and like worth critiquing. Oh, yeah. Um, no, and I totally agree. But mm. there are there are historians who argue for Justinian primarily that this is all pointless for him to do this. But they, they don't argue that for Trajan and Aurelian and Augustus. Oh, see, and I would I would right? I would argue the same and thing that's for what all I mean, of them. Right? Like you have to argue if you're gonna argue it against Justinian because you know that it doesn't like last, then you have to argue about the others too, yeah, right? You know, like a, Again, a, a like, policy of expansionism is not sustainable and shouldn't be undertaken. For sure. Now, um, Justinian was... I don't know, was... whatever the Roman <laughs> yeah. word would be. Um, <laughs> Justinian was not happy, though. He ordered, we'd, unbeknownst to, to Jeff and a lot of the army, Belisarius was ordered to come back a year earlier mm. because the Persians were invading. And he saw, Justinian saw it, rightfully so, as there is, a, there is an actual empire invading. We can get Italy back later. Mm -hmm. But... but at this time, Belisarius spent so many years in Italy, and he was almost done, and he just wanted to finish it. He was in the last city, and if he left, all of his work that he spent all decade doing would be undone, mm -hmm. right? So he decided, you know what? I will stay, and I'll finish this, then I'll go. The problem is, is while he was staying and doing that, Antioch was sacked, uh, right? <laughs> so it's like, well, you can invade Italy, but you can't keep your back garden safe, right? Like, what's the... Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and it... it Admittedly, it kind of goes back to like, well, here's the, the policy of expansionism. Just like you spread yourself too thin if all you want is like bigger made up lines on a chalkboard, like I said. Yeah. And like you need to like basically rule with an iron fist, but like you only have two hands. <laughs> yeah. That's, and, and it's a big criticism for Justinian. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, especially back then, like... I don't know if they had maps or had any idea, like, no. how big the world was. No. It's, like, the only reason that, like, America maintains... Well, maintains is probably a strong word for nowadays, because, like, there's going to be a transition of power probably within our lifetime. Or superpower, I should say. Yeah. But, like, the only reason they're able to kind of hold on to it is because they have such, like, armed superiority. Versus, like, they didn't have nuclear weapons. No. That could just go, like, nope. No Persia. <laughs> yeah. And right? It, 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 God. Yeah. And I'd say, again, like, would they use them? Like, a lot of people argue that if, if it wasn't, like, for Eisenhower after, who was just so adamant that we don't use nuclear bombs, mm -hmm. that it kind of set a precedent for the next presidents. Because there was people after Truman that were like, yeah, let's use it. Yeah, let's just use it. Vietnam? Sure. Let's just get it over yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Right? Korea? Yeah, let's just get it over with. Quick. Uh, well, <laughs> right? Well, Korea's... Not, they, obviously, they shouldn't have done it. Yeah. But, like, what they did to Korea, like, North Korea specifically, may as well have been, yeah. like, dropping a new oh, well, even, even Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, totally, yeah, like, totally. It's just... Um, yeah, no. Uh, it's, it's a big... Like, nuclear weapons are always a difficult thing to talk about. No, it's not. They suck and are bad and we shouldn't have them. Well, yes. Very simple. Yes. <laughs> like, obviously. But it's still an, like a decisive conversation. Especially when talking about Japan, right? Like, uh, like of course, in bad both of our views, yes, you're right. But yes, there were... Because we're right. Hot, yeah. Again, yeah. And But we also can't, like, just 
sit here and act like there wasn't an argument for the other side at the time. Yes, I can. They're stupid. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair enough. I, I, I disagree, but yeah. I also like fully agree that it shouldn't have been used, mm. but I also understand the race that they were doing, and then I also understand some of the thinking from some of the people at the time. But I also oh, yeah, yeah. wouldn't if have that's done. What you mean. If you mean like, do I understand what the argument they tried to make was? Yes, that's, Ab- I'm not arguing yeah. that there is a reason to do it. Yeah, their argument is just... Stupid and bad. Yeah, it, their argument was, well, we don't want any more Americans to die and the war now. Yeah, and it's like, we don't want any more Americans to die. It's like, well, hold on. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. the thing is where it's like, us first, everyone else who cares. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bad way to... Yeah, right? yeah. Um, yeah, well, so we're, we're actually heading to the east now in, in the Empire. All right, anime um, is coming home. <laughs> Not for long. Not for, <laughs> we're not heading there for long this episode. Nah. Um, now, we've been very uh, Western-focused since about Jeff 910. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is going to change starting next episode. Okay. Uh, where for the majority of the next few episodes, we'll be spending a lot of time in the East. Mm. Um, and less time in the West, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, By necessity, some yeah. say. <laughs> uh, last time we really heard anything about Persians in our podcast was uh, in Julian, with, with, with Julian's campaign with F9. Yes. Where he led yeah, out his yeah, army. Yeah. The idiot led out his army into the middle of a desert. Yeah. Burned was... all of his boats and all of his food. <laughs> that was And rough. then died. And then they all struggled to get back for a year. Ooh. Where they all had to resort to cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> so good job, Julian. <laughs> Shout out Julian. <laughs> my, my boy. My man. <laughs> Um, Julian the Idiot, as um, we're, we're going to rename him in history. There you go. We're pissing off so many people right now. Oh, fine. Julian is loved. He don't know why? what the... How? Yeah, well, it's just because he has an underdog story at the beginning of his life. Fucking... And he's the, he's the last pagan, so a lot of people are like, oh, we love pagans, we hate Christians. So they're like, yeah, like let's, let's champion Julian. Too bad. Yeah, too bad. He was awful. <laughs> get over it. Your hero wasn't that good. I'm going to go get like a PhD in Roman history <laughs> just so I can have like... <laughs> just, just to rewrite just to Julian's appeal history. to authority on like, no, this is a bad one. This is a bad one. Yeah. yeah we should take away the great from this one and this one. Because I, I mean, there's a part of me where I'm like, the title of like great or whatever, like it seems like it was just like conquerors and people who like yeah. were really good well, at killing Justinian a lot of other people. Justinian is known as Justinian the Great. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, he like he did a lot, <laughs> and it's like but, the dude um, who like fixed the economy three times. It's like, Anastasius. That was better <laughs> than like Trigon. Yeah, Trigon. Trigon. Just, uh, yeah, I tried like, to say the real name. To be fair, there well, was Trigon no. Was the one who, there like, was no. Did. Yeah. Well, there was no negatives to Trajan's reign besides maybe overexpanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is why uh, Hadrian decided to reel back on that right away because he's yeah. like, we can't hold that. <laughs> and like in Maya, I'm like. Just to, like, remain consistent for this, like, line we've kind of had throughout this episode a bit, is, like, pulling back is a better policy than expanding. So yeah. it's, like, it's, I could probably say, like, what was his name? Hadrian? Hadrian. Hadrian was, like, a better emperor than yeah. Trigon. And, and I, I also put Hadrian higher up on my list than Trajan. Yeah, it's Trigon. But yeah, it's um, like a making making stuff better for your people versus like I have a bigger land area. Yeah, yeah, right. The only issue with Hadrian is that he kind of presided over the first Holocaust. That was me, ignore it. Um, he kind of presided over the first Holocaust. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, I, yeah, obviously, like in very strict. Yeah, these very strict. Terms these we're talking these about. context. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I also agree. Like overall, if you take out 
uh, the Jerusalem stuff, he definitely is a better emperor than Trajan. Mm-hmm. Trajan that was, but he was a lot more lenient towards Christians and Jewish yeah, people yeah. than than any other emperor before him. Yeah, uh, which is why Trajan comes ac- across. Yeah, they're good. all bad. Well, in the way, disclaimer. Well, like when <laughs> emperors are are right, rose to the throne. I don't know about this time anymore, but they're rose risen to the throne with the term will uh, be as restrained or restrainive uh, as Augustus and be as good as Trajan or as right. That's, that's how people say like, you need to be, have this restraint the same way Augustus did or self-control and then also be as good as Trajan was, mm. which not many people in history have done. Yeah. I'm like, they, <laughs> in Roman they didn't history. really take that to heart. Did they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Now going to the East briefly, King Khosrow the uh, first invaded the empire in 540 AD, where he sacked Antioch, which is why Belisarius was in trouble with Justinian. And Justinian also heard about that whole Western Emperor thing. Uh, what was that about? Uh, ah, the, psh, Emperor Schmemperor. Hey, I don't want when they said it, they're all dead now. Yeah. I, I, of course not. I would yeah. never betray. And Justinian. Realized he had no other choice but to use Belisarius anyway. Yeah, because uh, it's kind of like, it feels like it's not really Justinian doing a bunch of the, like, conquering. Yeah. It's more like Justinian's like, Belisarius, dar- darling, yeah. conquer that city they are, for me. They are, like, best friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing, right? And they um, were roommates. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Jeff arrived in the East first with a small group because, again, he's... He's the terror group. <laughs> Cause terror in a city and then they'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Right? He, so he's, that's kind of the role he's fitting into. Um, and he's taking kind of a step back from being just that soldier who's sieging cities and climbing walls and, and, and fighting into battles, okay, right? Okay, And he's taking more of a step back into more of the officer approach. <laughs> Managerial role. Yeah. Um, now, Belisarius arrived a few weeks later and the armies were getting ready to fight. Oh. Until an enemy that neither of them could have predicted came to the east. Okay. Because this is around the same time as when that boat arrived in Constantinople from Alexandria. Boat. With everyone dead on it. There was a with boat? With all of them having black rashes under their arms uh, and in their groin. Uh, and all of a sudden, a lot of people in Constantinople okay. started yeah. dying. Yeah. A lot of people. And this kind of put a stop to this Persian war. Yeah, because do it. things just started becoming really, really bad. And I'm not going to go into it because we went into it quite a bit two episodes yeah, ago. Yeah. Um, Man, I wish pandemics would stop wars nowadays. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, people were dying everywhere, right? And it was also around this time that Jeff would receive news that his father had died of the plague as well. Sad. Every every single household would have got affected. Yeah, every yeah. single one. In this first wave alone, they say 25 million people died within six months. Is it because they got the vaccine, though? <laughs> yes, they Maybe all the got vaccine vaxxed. was worse than the plague. <laughs> um, yeah. A famine started, obviously, because when everyone's dead, they can't take care of their crops. Uh, and all the crops spoiled. Uh, uh, the economy yeah. then collapsed, obviously. And that'd be um, cool. Now, and in Italy, the Goths started conquering all the land back. A man named Totila was in charge, 
our uh, funny thing is about is that the like Tilda? the podcast where they rank all the Tun uh, <laughs> emperors, or... <laughs> the Gothics emperor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, uh, Totilla is actually the nickname for the other Jeff Storian on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I was okay because I was this I was is... like I've heard the name. I believe this is who it's based off of because I couldn't okay. find any other Totillas that are bigger. Totilla Rankilla. Yeah, um, and Totilla was starting to reunify the Gothic presence in Italy. He was mm. just trying to make it so that we don't lose all of Italy. God. And he was doing he a was, pretty good he was job. Saving the Goths. He was conquering all of the lands that Belisarius had just conquered. Mm. Um, now we know Jeff stays in the East at this time and has a few like like run-ins with Persian spies, which sounds like it would be really cool if we had any information on it at all. Uh, but we just know that he does he does spy things in in the East. It's like those. Um, I think there's like CIA plants or like agents that just like all they do is live normal lives in various states in america under like a different name yeah like they're just literally normal people and it's like why the (laughs) fuck are you doing this like that's legitimately that feels like one of the most like harrowing things that like i've seen about the cia because it's like they're just it's like oh, they could be your neighbors, but like cranked up to 11 and it's just like they throw away whatever identity they had before. They're like wiped out from any history or any records. Right. And they just live under this different like identity, which is so for cool. like their whole life. <laughs> like they, they get married, they have kids, those kids go to school and it's like, then they'll and they're just, vanish. oh, and the other, and the, and they're just like, they'll go out to get the, milk. <laughs> no, not even. They just send letters throughout the postal system. Yeah. And it's like they send letters and packages. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And like, your family doesn't know you're part of the CIA either. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. It's, it's, and I'm like, this, this is like one of the most harrowing things. Cause they're just yeah. doing this shit. And it's like, at least if they're doing a coup, it's like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. You're like gating power in like a third world country to yeah. mine like lithium for batteries. <laughs> but it's like. You're just sending letters for years. Whoa. Anyway. Yeah, that is that is not not great. It's really creepy. No, anyway. and that's what Jeff was doing. Yeah, yeah, too. he was sending, sending letters. letters. <laughs> yeah, he was the only Jeff who was friends with Hermes guy. <laughs> well, Jeff. Sorry, uh, Roger. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the only one who's ever liked Roger. Yeah, it was it was the reverse relationship where Roger was antagonistic yeah. towards him because he was like, "You have another one." What's it even for, Jeff? Well, news came in at this time. Justinian was dying. Well, he caught the plague. plague. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Luckily for Justinian, he survived it. Oh, he's just like Trump. Yeah. (laughs) Did Trump get COVID? Oh, yeah, Yeah. he did. He almost got like taken out by it. Yeah, he looked like shit. Yeah. Um, Well, I have. I don't have DNA. I have USA, folks. (laughs) Fucking real life. That's. Baller as well. That was a really good line. <laughs> One of Trump's good lines right that there. That sounds like something out of Metal Gear. <laughs> um, now, since the Persian War was on halt, they sent Belisarius back to Italy. And now I, think, I feel like I should explain something that you didn't really get when I was talking about Jeff in Italy. Okay. Because he wouldn't have been in these circles. Hmm. There's another general right now. There's, there was three in Italy altogether. Okay. Narses. Narses. Who, he's an old man... Uh, right now in our story, he's about to turn. He's about he's in his seventies. Damn. Um, 
And then there's also a man named John. Now, <laughs> John has not been... He, he does not like Belisarius. Okay. Um, I believe, and I could oh, and be Belisarius, wrong. And Belisarius, right? What? Uh, the third general's Belisarius? Yeah. Okay. Belisarius. Um, I believe that John is rather nephew or son of Batalion mm. from last week, but mm. I also I could be wrong. Okay. Um, but I believe he was maybe nephew of Batalion. Uh, but John refused to listen to Belisarius at all. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he was an underling underneath Belisarius. Yeah, yeah. And it was halting the war. And this happened the whole time during the original campaign, and it's happening again here. Did, and why didn't Bill... Part of me is like, don't you just get killed if you do that? No, because they're all similar rank, and you can't kill them without Justinian's go say so. And so the entire time, Belisarius is like, hey, get rid of John. I can't work with him. Mm. Eventually, Belisarius was recalled... And Narses was sent to Italy to finish up the campaign. Oh, okay. Um, just to get the campaign over with, because Jeff does not take part in this. Yeah, yeah. Narses, who was 70 years old at the time, was put in charge of the campaign. Justinian saw no issue with this. He was 60 years old, and he was still going strong, right? Um, was he? <laughs> yeah. No, he was doing oh, all okay, of those okay. law things that we saw, and he's, he's redefining the world, Roman world in, in Constantinople. Fair enough. Um and turns out Narses was the right man for the job. Because finally, after decades of fighting in 554, Italy falls when Totila is killed in battle. Finally, Italy is fully in the empire again. With no revolts coming up anywhere. Mm. Just then he would then receive a letter from Spain of all places. Hey! I know Fran. Uh, sorry, I know Africa and Italy are coming back into the empire. Can we join? Oh, yeah. So uh, Justinian sends a man named Liberius, and Justinian liked Liberius. <laughs> oh, what's the what's the? I think it was a vine. Uh, I like your accent. Where you're from? I'm Liberian. <laughs> Liberian. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I like your accent. Where you're from? <laughs> <laughs> Liberian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, um, Liberius, uh, he heard about him. He's good, right? He was uh, the Praetorian Prefect in Italy, right? Uh, who, sorry, who is the... Justinian saying Justinian, okay. He's the, He was the Praetorian Prefect in Italy, right? Oh, when he okay. was still uh, in our hands before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 60 years ago, Justinian. Yeah, yeah, and he's in his 80s. <laughs> Just send him. <laughs> and so Liberius was sent to Spain. Oh, so- where, oh, so he just has a fucking geritocracy going. Yeah. <laughs> Where the bottom part of Spain and the Straits of Gibraltar were what about, what about the back gaze of in the empire. How are they doing? <laughs> not good. They were, <laughs> they were not good. <laughs> the gaze of Gibraltar were not impressed. Uh, um, so yeah, and I will finally um, show you a picture oh. of the Byzantine Empire at its height. Okay. This is all of the land, and so you remember the picture I showed you before? Yes. This is all of the land Justinian recaptured for the empire. This is what the Byzantine Empire looks like right now. So the bottom part of Spain, which is the richest part of Spain, Mm -hmm. is now back in the empire. The islands off Spain are as well. Africa is now fully back in. So is Italy and the islands around Italy. I can't help but notice it's not continuous. What do you mean? Like, uh, there's like gaps in it yeah a few but the way justinian sees it is well i've set this groundwork up you guys finish it i've done because after this justinian decides he's done enough for the empire he has done enough for expanding 
right? And especially since he captured Italy and had a 12-year war while the plague was killing everybody in Italy as well. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was rough. But this is the biggest extent the Byzantine Empire gets. Yeah. And it is, it, is, it is impressive seeing how he, at the beginning of his reign, had this. How he threw citizens to their death to get <laughs> yeah, land. Yeah, right? He was really good at that. And, um, yeah, no, it, it was, uh, it, it is quite amazing that he was able to accomplish this when he accomplished it. This is some of the hardest fighting the Romans ever had to do to get land. Good or bad, bad. whatever, bad, especially because, <laughs> like, uh, I'm feeling kind of a, a different vibe from you this episode than I am regularly. <laughs> Usually you're pretty okay with this stuff, but I, like, um, but Jamie was as well. Mm-hmm. But just, just Jamie was very reserved about Justinian because he heard so much about him and he was afraid he was going to be disappointed. Yeah, I, I, should, I think it was like this episode, I kind of like finally put it together in my head where I'm like, wait a second, when we're saying they're like great emperors or whatever, that's more, more often than not referring to like, well, they were able to hold a lot of land yeah. for them, not necessarily like they enriched their citizens' lives or they like... Justinian undoubtedly made the citizens in his empire better. But it's specifically just, it's, it's not, that's not what we celebrate or remember or like talk no, about. it is though. In like the cultural zeitgeist. Because he made the Hagia Sophia, which a lot, allowed a lot of people to come and, and worship. But it see, was, that, it's more like, that was like, admittedly like a paragraph or two yeah. of like what we talked about versus like. The because many or, many because battles Jeff and the is was who were following, right? Well, is would you say that's why Justinian is fondly remembered was because of like the building I, and his policies? I would say or... the law book, the the building, okay, and his expansion are all equal in this way. Mm. Because the reason I didn't spend any time on the law book is because well, what do you want me to do? Go through the individual laws that that he kind of created. That we're getting too far away from the story of Jeff at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then with the Hagia Sophia, we're gonna have to wait to see in the future how effective this building gets. Mm-hmm. Like every emperor has to be crowned in this building now. Okay. The amount of coups that happened because of this building, the amount of just big worldwide events that happen and the patriarch, how powerful he gets mm-hmm. because of this building. No, fair. Right? It, it, it is... Uh, Justinian is one of my favorite emperors to study yeah, yeah. because he's so interesting and he's fair, so clearly fair. one of like... And the thing is, is he was born on a farm mm. in, in the middle of Thrace. Okay. He was milking cows when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. And then who knew that he was going to be the third biggest empire expander beside the only people that... Oh, the only emperors that do more than him are Aurelian, Trajan, and Augustus. Okay, okay. Right? Um, now, I will say the negative part and the reason why I would scorn this campaign is because when you have a strong empire, go for it. Expand all you want, whatever. Especially in ancient times. Mm. But you were going through the middle of the biggest bubonic plague in history and you <laughs> continued to fight. There's this saying that there are the same amount of people in Justinian's reign at the end of it than there were in Anastasius's reign before him. Mm. But he, but Justinian conquered Africa, Spain, and Italy. Mm-hmm. And there's the same amount of people when Anastasius didn't have those three. Mm. Now, that's not admittedly his fault. The plague leveled 
things. Yeah, yeah. Right? But usually if you're in a strong place to expand, you would. But if you're going through the biggest bubonic plague, maybe it's not the best time to be expanding. Hmm. Right? But he did it. And um, it's uh, we wonder how he was able to accomplish this. <laughs> um, but we do know he, he destroyed Italy. Italy will never recover until mm. the Renaissance. The aqueducts in Rome that are still broken today, they, they, in this war, they stopped working. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Like, this ruined the lives of Italians everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Right? This was not a good war for them. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Just thinking what? Great, you can color a bit more on the map. Yeah, yeah. But we have to remember that a lot of people don't have the amount of information we do on Justinian with other people. Mm. Trajans were the exact same. Mm. He displaced and killed millions of people. Yeah. Julius Caesar literally reveled in the fact that he killed over a million people in his estimate. Yeah, you, you were telling right? me about like how he wanted like a transcription of how like the sound yeah. <laughs> of every gull's skull cracking. Yeah, like right? it's just so uh, I find Justinian also gets a very hard rap, even though he's doing things that a lot of emperors in the past have done. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's just a lot of his things we have more information on, so it's, mm. it's harder to fully get over the fact. And the main difference is everywhere else that all those people conquered became Roman territory afterwards, mm. or it was not their territory at all. Mm-hmm. This used to be Roman territory, and now you're, there's people alive that remember Augustulus and, and, and Olibrius, right? And now they're watching as these Greek Roman emperors come in here and destroy their land and mm-hmm. destroy their lives, right? But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I could almost maybe attribute part of it to, like, seeing, like, Napoleon to yeah. a degree. Where, like, as much as, like, again, was not a good movie at all. <laughs> um Waiting for that Justinian Pro- movie made by the same guy. Probably got me thinking a lot more about like, uh, like policies of expansionism right. and like warfare and whatnot. And it's just like, at least in my eyes, never worth it. Right. And just serves to like, kill your citizens. So it's like if that is a por- a part of the policy that you take on, um, like if you grow like a rise to power during a war, right. then it's like, okay, I'm hopeful that you try and like pull back from it. Right. Um, because like, not a good thing. You're just sending like people to their deaths. For sure. Um, I, I think it made me like, I don't know, kind of put together like how much of the history we're covering is largely like yeah. just... <laughs> Watching the Roman Empire like go up and down and up yeah. and down and up and down, and just kind of how unnecessary. Fair. That I feel. really like, not not unnecessary historically. <laughs> yeah, and don't yeah. get me wrong; it's like interesting to go through. Yeah, I was it's gonna just, say you're I, gonna be really yeah, disappointed yeah, yeah. with the rest of the series. <laughs> I, I I think I was just kind of getting the feeling that they were kind of getting like too much of a pass for like. Oh, yeah. What they did. Because we have our kind of, like, jokey disclaimer of, like, we know they were all horrible people and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's... I it, it I've, I almost feel like it kind of rips away the, like, human element of it when we're just, like... Which is, in my opinion, why I prefer ancient history over modern history. Because mm-hmm. I can distance myself and look at this just factual and not feel bad. Because, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I cannot relate to a gothic man in 490... Well, what was AD. the what was the one history book where that everybody loves where he has all the little details of living their lives? Who? 
the the good one. Um, uh, I have no idea. Um, where like every historian's sad because it's like, oh no, we wanted like to know what they wore and like what they ate for breakfast. Oh, the story Augusta. That one, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, they just like they were just like living their lives, but because like some guy was really nationalistic and wanted a city named Rome back within his funny borders, like tens of thousands, yeah, if that, not that's, hundreds that of is, thousands died. Like, that is every nation that's yeah. ever existed. Yeah. Yes, totally. Like Rome doesn't get any more of a pass than the Ostrogoths. Yep. Or the, the Chinese governments that are there at the time, the Chinese kingdoms. Yeah. Totally. Or the Persians, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like you're we're gonna see like an invasion that start happening in this this episode. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, like, it's going to be other people mm-hmm. coming in just... Because, yeah, it's just... I, I get what you mean. I get yeah, what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah and I think it's be- it's partly because I'm always kind of thinking of it in terms of, like, um, Roman Emperor falling, American Empire falling, yeah. Roman Emperor conquering, See, again, I, I like Empire I totally conquering. separate everything. Because in my mind, it's very easy for me to just, like... Ah, yeah, these are the facts. This is History, this is kind yeah. of just what happened. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't really, like think too much on it anymore i i used to like i did go through a time where i thought about it too but then i was like eh, man it's just too much effort to to feel bad for these guys every time some shit happens yeah yeah no uh yeah uh we're only a little bit past halfway through my notes though (laughs) um now um we're 2800 bars in i'm gonna completely skip out justinian's (laughs) religious policies he kind of bullies the pope a bit yeah. Uh, pulls the Pope's beard. That could, that's funny. Uh, it is funny. It just has nothing to do with Jeff, sadly. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so listen to Justinian's episode if you want to. There <laughs> we go. There we go. Um, now, Justinian decided he was done with expanding, and in the next few years, around 565 AD, mm. he passes away at the after reigning for the 37 years. Bry age of... <laughs> yeah. Still younger than he was Biden, 70. right? He was 70. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he ruled for 37 years altogether. Not bad. Which is one of the longer reigns. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, uh, Justin II. <laughs> Justinian's nephew, <laughs> Justin II. Uh, he's next. Hello, he it's says. So, it's so funny whenever there's numbers after just like Justin. Yeah, just in case. Like our whole <laughs> podcast is Jeff 4. Yeah. Well, like. Totalis Rankia made that decision mm. where they hate Jeff the Second or, or uh, like, like, you know, like Jeff the Second, yeah, Jeff yeah, the yeah. Third. It's yeah, Jeff yeah. Two, Jeff Three, yeah, and yeah. that's why I go with it. And honestly, it, it seeps out into like my my other studies too. So now <laughs> I call I say Gordian Three or Gordian Two, and yeah, some people yeah, are like, "Don't you mean the second? I'm like, "That's way too much words." Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, I Do don't you know how hear, many times I have why, to say this. Yeah, don't put the in. What's the point? Fair, <laughs> fair. No, it makes sense. Um, it's efficient. Yeah. And I respect that. Now, there's a lot to go over, so a lot of this stuff is going to be mentioned next week. We're going to go back a bit and focus in on the Persian-Roman uh, okay. War. Okay. And But for <laughs> now, we're going to do broad strokes, because Jeff only takes part in some of it. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the reason he's known soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason he's getting an episode soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Justin had a different policy than Justinian. Justinian was very easy to pay people off. <laughs> if barbarians came into the empire, he, they would say, we're going to come and kill you all and take all your stuff or give us money. Just think like, here. Cool. Before they even finish the sentence, he has money. Yeah. Here you go. See ya. 
Because he realized... So far, I like this guy. <laughs> was, no, no. That was Justinian. Yeah, yeah. That was the guy who did all the expanding. Oh, okay. Near the end of his life, he stopped going to war, so he just started okay. paying people. Okay, Because yeah, he was yeah. trying to consolidate what he had. Yeah, yeah. Right? And um, Justin, no. Justin had a different okay. policy. Oh, never mind. His policy was that we are Romans. We are not going to be getting... We are not going to be paying some two-bit barbarians any money to stop what? You're going to invade us? You think I'm scared? So his policy was patriotism and nationalism yeah, so and putting on a brave he, face. Uh, <laughs> called the Persians up. We're not paying you anything anymore. He called the new tribe that was the new Hunnic tribe called the Avars. Mm. We're not paying you anymore. He called the Slavs. We're not paying you anymore. Uh, yeah. So, so he, he just went on a campaign of burning all of his bridges to see how fast he can ruin his... <laughs> so did he like explicitly go out of his way to tell all these people? Yes. Oh, yeah, he said, we are the mighty Roman Empire. We will not kowtow and pay you people. Not realizing that Justinian was paying was not, was not paying these people for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> um, like, bro. Like, at least, like, do them one at a time when they yeah. come at you. Yeah, no, he told all of them at once. Oh, you're so dumb. That's when everything started going wrong for Justin. Italy was shaky, and a group called the Lombards started taking over certain areas of Italy. They were a Germanic tribe that migrated into oh, no, Italy. I'm, I'm thinking of Lombax. Yeah. <laughs> those are, those are uh, that's their stage name when they go and perform. That's the species that Ratchet is in Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> oh, maybe that's, that's what they are then. We're going to uh, say the Lombards are, what are they? They were the proto-furries. The proto-furries. So we're going to say that, um, that they're wombats. Uh, Lom- lombax. Lombax. Yeah. Yeah. So the Lombax are invading Italy. They want to make it a furry haven. Cool. And um, you know what? St- More st- noble goals than Justinian, <laughs> and like, and I will, and on the on just on kind of the flip side, I will always have sympathy for people who's like, they had lives and like lived there, like, kind of willing to like push back, fight back, right, right. like take back where they lived to a degree. I'll still yeah, which is what Justinian was trying to do. There's a different uh, in my eyes. There's a difference between empire and like people want their homes back. No fair, um, like not to get Justinian, not to yeah, go back just, too much into Justinian it. Justinian had the same goal as Leo did when Leo just lost everything. Mm-hmm. It was just they didn't have the the means to yeah. do it. It was always in their mind. Yeah, Every yeah. emperor was like, "We have to get Africa back." That's yeah. that is how, that that's how they got food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So as soon as Africa came back, the whole the whole pro, like the whole empire, got better. Yeah, yeah. Because more food was coming in from stronger areas. Yeah, yeah. Right, which did which did improve the wealth of the. Now, like Justinian did leave them relatively poor mm-hmm. because he burned through Anastasius's savings. Yeah, and then also not to mention all of his building projects and the plague. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. Whoops. Um, and so around the same time, the the the, the, Lomba, the Lombacks <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, were invading Italy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the Persians invaded in full force and began sieging Roman cities, sacking Antioch for a second time oh my God. in 30 years. Uh, poor Antioch. <laughs> you think they'd put together that they can't hold on to a big empire anymore. <laughs> uh, Justinian, sorry, Justin loses his mind at this time. <laughs> like actually? Like actually loses his mind like straight jacket like like i i wish i can go into all the stories he um he some people told if he was told that the boggle man was coming after him or the boggle he would go and hide under his bed 
They had to board up the windows of the palace because he kept trying to fling himself out of them. He one time attacked a priest who was trying to calm him down by biting his head. Yeah. This guy's um, cool. Yeah, no, he... Uh, How old he, is he? He would then would start making animal noises <laughs> and started clucking like a chicken. But he is really cool, yeah. That's until I mean, you realized the Avars, the Lombards, and the Persians were all invading because he just ran his mouth. And then when he lost a certain battle against the Avars... He couldn't. He couldn't control himself. So he had a nervous breakdown. I mean, like uh, he follows the uh, the start of the long tradition <laughs> of uh, nowadays. Or now we have the Argentinian prime minister, <laughs> who's like a dog psychic, and I think he is uh, reincarnated from Roman times. Oh he's, wow! He's, uh, so <laughs> he's a seer. He's a. Uh, I can't wait for him to legalize the organ trade in Argentina. <laughs> Argentina, which is an actual policy position he holds. Great. Anyway, <laughs> um. Justin had a general at this time named Tiberius. Oh, I've heard the name. Uh, you heard of the second Roman emperor ever. Uh, never mind. Yeah, Augustus's successor was this Tiberius. This guy's nothing. We Tiberius, can just him, actually. Well, Tiberius was... Um, the original Tiberius has such a bad rep that he ruined the name Tiberius <laughs> for about 400 years until this Tiberius we get. And he's going to save the name, right? Kind of. All right. <laughs> so Tiberius is now the general. And Jeff is back in the capital at this time because we are doing Jeff's episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Who? And uh, Jeff was now under general, the, the general Tiberius. Okay. And he was an officer now under, so he was in the circle of Tiberius. And I just to make sure I'm following uh, Jeff's story properly is skipping the first 18 years of his life, he was under Belisarius until Belisarius was sent victories. to um, Persia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where, until Belisarius was sent to Persia, where Jeff kind of settled down in... Was it... It wasn't Antioch. Uh, no, he stayed in the Persian he stayed in... region for a while. Okay, Just kind yeah. of like doing Just spy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's what he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then... He was Mission impossible and then, Yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise. And then the <laughs> next thing was... Um, it's just this. He's then in, he went... Um, yeah, then he, uh, he, he went back to uh, Constantinople. So he's... We don't have a lot on him, as you can tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, again, we're about to we get... We have a lot of events we know he did, but nothing in, like... Yeah, we're about to get into, like, detail. him in okay. detail. Like, we're, when after I get through, like, this little segment, we're gonna kind of be with him for the rest of it. Okay. Um, which is nice. But now he's in uh, under Tiberius? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so in 570, um, Tiberius and Jeff defeated an Avar army and returned to the capital for a celebration. Woo! Nice. Sick. The next year, uh, they went out because the Avars were back. And they went out and they fought, but it was a decisive loss. Oh, shit. Jeff's first loss. You in know, his career. I mean, how old is he? He's like 30-something now? Uh, it's, the, it's the 570s, and he was born in 517. Oh, never mind. So he, he's bro's like 55. 55 now. Ish. We skipped a few decades Yeah, there. damn. Um, and he spent like two decades almost as a spy. Yeah, right yeah. Then, right? Yeah, fair. Um, now, Jeff was told after this defeat, we're going to just completely restructure this area. Tiberius, you go to the east a little bit, but like near the capital... Jeff, you're gonna go under the general Justinian in the uh, in the in the east. This Justinian, confusingly, is Justin's cousin. Okay. So this is also Justinian's cousin, Justinian's nephew from a different part. All right. So Justin the first, who is the uncle of Justinian. Yes. Now Justinian's two nephews, who are not brothers. 
Okay. Justin and Justinian are in charge. Cool. Justinian is the head of the armies, while Justin is the emperor. I feel having a panic attack for in... <laughs> whatever historians had to initially sort out like this span of like ten years. <laughs> yeah, especially since J- there's another Justin at the time that I'm not mentioning. Fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, it wasn't long though because um, Justinian and Jeff went into. Persia, and they did have a victory against the Persian king. Mm. It was a minor victory, and Justinian was replaced after by a man named Maurice. Mm-hmm. Mon ami. My name is Maurice. Oh no, he was French? <laughs> yeah. I, I am born in Paris. He's but, not. He's Roman, but he but, has yeah, the name yeah. Maurice. They love him. Even uh, Maurice Maurice. is one of two emperors that have a different intro. Because they oh. do a different song for him because they love the name Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, and they're like, their whole thing is that like, I am from Ke- Cappadocia, <laughs> which is not French at all. Yeah, but... <laughs> and they're like, at the end of the series, like Maurice is like running away like, ah, bye. And they're like, did, he, did, his, did his accent drop there? <laughs> <laughs> what was that's, that? <laughs> no, that's a good thing. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Uh, Maurice made it through. Oh, spoiler alert. Maurice oh, okay. will become emperor soon. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of... I feel like I like half put that together, but I was like, wait a second. He's not emperor right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeff and Maurice would head to a key city in the region, sacking that city, before heading to our old friend city of Singara. Remember, we were at that city for a while. Yes. In Jeff Ten's episode, I believe. Where they kept re-sieging the city. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Jeff had to keep defending it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. rebuilt the wall. Uh, that was still during the like uh, the campaign of Julian and Constantius. Oh, yeah. Right? And then, just to make sure I have the right one. That was the like, we're going on a trip. Woo. Woo, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to reenact all this shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just a theater nerd with repressed <laughs> feelings. <Yeah>. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Now, after this loss at Singara, Khosrow tried his best to open up peace talks, which don't exactly work, but his death, very shortly after he tries to open up peace talks, and then the elevation of his son, does kind of help. Hmm. Um, The Romans were given 24 elephants at this time (laughs) as a gift from the Persians to Rome as here. Have okay. these elephants. And Interesting. at this time, Tiberius was fully leading the empire. Okay. Because that same year, Justin II died of mm. madness, really. Uh. And uh, Tiberius II, as he's known, Tiberius II, mm. is now emperor with his main general, Maurice, on the field. Tib II. Yeah. So uh, Tib said to uh, Jeff, hey, how about you watch those elephants? Oh, no. Yeah, those are gonna be your elephants. All right, do whatever the hell you want with them. Just like whenever I send you somewhere, do your thing. Right? Were, were elephants viewed as like big monsters? Yes. Oh, I was gonna say like sacred or like no. to be revered. No, no? they're just okay. big monsters. <laughs> like At big least horses. In Rome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big horses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it's like a weird gift. Now we are gonna leave the east because Jeff leaves the east, and I'll pick up. Whatever, everything that happens here next episode in Jeff the Unknown's episode. Okay. Ooh. By the way, Jeff ooh. hasn't had a child yet, by the I way. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, um, Jeff had other things to worry about besides the death of Justin too. He had more pressing matters, like 
naming these guys. All right? So he decided, okay, by the way, this is where we're going to show the picture of Jeff. Jeff with like a lowercase j, but a capital E for elephant. Here you are. There is Jeff 15. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, there's a little elephant in the background. Yeah, it's yeah. It's one of my favorite pictures, too. And then, like, I like just... it. It's kind of like blurry is the wrong word, but like you see his yeah, like, yeah. It's, hat. Yeah, there's, there's a little like fuzz around it, like uh, yeah, those yeah. pictures that like, oh, God. What is... But no, it's around like, it's even has... around the elephants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like kind of an aura. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah it's, like, it's like an aura. Yeah, no, uh, it's, yeah, no, it's a, I, I like this picture a lot. I was very happy when this one came out. No, it's fun. Yeah. So that's that's uh that's our boy Jeff, and we are getting into why he is known as to history Jeff the Elephant Tamer. Oh, okay. I was gonna which say is like, what his name on the episode will be. Okay, I was gonna say like, <laughs> isn't he like like Jeff the Elephant Keeper? Yeah. yeah. Um, he wanted to name them after great emperors, but he didn't really read much about history, so he doesn't really know. But there was these so were, he'd be like me naming them. Yeah. Well, this this is this was his choice for emperor names. All right. All right. All right. These are some great emperors. You'll notice them all. All right. You recognize all of them. Gordian II. Okay. Valentinian II. <laughs> okay. So the useless kid that did nothing but kill himself. Yeah. 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 Uh, Maxentius. So the guy who Constantine fought on the bridge when he just like decided to line his troops up against the water. And yeah, all like, Constantine like, had to do was push them back one step, and his entire yo, army was Napoleon in the war. Napoleon did that. <laughs> yo, Got it from Constantine. No, huge. No. It, it's been a huge thing throughout history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you complete, if you succeed by putting your men on the, the coast of the water, you're a genius. But if you fail, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, Napoleon did it the other way. Oh, did he? <laughs> Where he was like, I mean, it, it was like in the trailer or something. Yeah. He like put them all into like a fight that they tricked in them right. thinking they were winning. <laughs> Pushed them all back onto like a frozen river, had his guys all stop at the edge of the river, and then just fired fucking cannonballs <laughs> into the frozen lake. That's pretty baller. <laughs> and that's one where I'm like, I hope that's all real. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently the pyramid is fake, and that's so sad. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I hope, in my headcanon for Napoleon is that he did shoot the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> They're just strong bricks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, the other emperors, the other three that he named right away, were Gallus. Mm -hmm. Remember Gallus? Crisis of the third century. Oh, uh, yeah. He was the one who asked Valerian to come save him. Mm. Uh, but he, but, but when he fought Emilianus, but Emilianus ended up killing Gallus, and then Emilianus died two yeah, months yeah, later yeah. when Valerian became emperor. Yeah, that was um, a lot. Alibrius, more close, closer to us. Okay. Uh, that was the guy who um, didn't do much and then died of dropsy. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then Basiliscus. That was last a, episode, was a cool the guy, the guy well, who... He, he knew how to choose names, at least. That's yeah, a cool one. Exactly. Well, that, he chose the coolest names he could think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those were the only names he gave them right now. It was only later on that day where he found out that those were all rubbish names. And ah, he should have named them, like, Augustus or something. I thought, he was get, I thought it was going to be like, yeah, so I named this one July, this one August, <laughs> this one Trigun, this one... <laughs> No, he was trying to go for his favorite Roman emperors, but he didn't know any, so he just chose the first <laughs> names that he thought of. Uh, admittedly, yeah, no, that would be like me choosing my favorite Roman empire emperors. Yeah, Elegant Ballas, that guy was cool. Um, um, Quintilis, yeah. I think he did. A, he <laughs> did some uh, cool shit. At the end, I want. I'm gonna need your top ten favorite emperors oh, list. Oh no! So just keep I'm it in need, mind. I'm gonna need a list of the names in front of me, but I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, we'll do the first list of you just trying to name the emperors 
emperors you could name, ten oh, of them. Oh, no. Um, and there's no repeats. You can't do, like, Constantine the first, Constantine the second, Constantine the third, all the way up. half my points. <laughs> all right. Um, in 578, Jeff headed to Syria. He was on his way to, to, to Constantinople, but he was stopping by Syria. Mm-hmm. He kept having to calm down one of his, horse, his, his elephants, though. Mm. Yeah, his, his, the elephant's name was Didius Julianus. Mm-hmm. And the elephant was constantly on edge and stressed. <laughs> Based around, you're not going to get a lot of these mm-hmm. that I'm going to be saying. See, and the thing so, is, I'm like, I can tell there's a bit going on. Yeah. So I'm like, I, it's more I'm connecting it in the reverse where I'm like, okay, so Didius Julianus must have been on edge and stressed. Yeah, and now... A lot of the people who are listening will know these. Perfect. Which is which is what it's kind of. It's based for the for. people. Yeah, I, like especially this guy, this bit that I have for this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, now Jeff would arrive in the city of Constantinople about two years after this in 580, and uh, where he camped outside of Constantinople to take care of his elephants. Cool. He loves these elephants, by the way. These yeah, are yeah. like his life, um, and it was a hard job, really. He had to keep. Like, especially, like, these two elephants that he had, they kept, like, attacking each other. Uh, their names were Caracalla and Geta. Ah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, he, they just couldn't get along, so he constantly had to spread them out. Mm-hmm. He had to split the barnyard in half so that they wouldn't... Uh, <laughs> okay, they no, wouldn't, that one's good. <laughs> <laughs> so they wouldn't argue. Yeah. No, um... And they were like, oh, what if we just put a bunch of troops right down the middle? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, one of the other elephants went, that's a really bad idea, guys. <laughs> That was Sensible Samuel, the elephant. Yeah. <laughs> Sensible, Sensible uh, Samuel is in the American President series. Oh, so yeah, whenever, yeah. So whenever they, someone does something really dumb, Sensible Samuel's always just like crying in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like when they did the trade embargo against Britain at the beginning of the United States history where it just affected everybody bad. But yeah, everyone sure kept, fine. everybody kept saying, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And Sensible Samuel's crying in the background. Like, guys, <laughs> no, no. You say um, we can. Well, in 582 AD, Jeff received news. The new emperor Tiberius II was dead. Damn. Uh, and that general we mentioned, Maurice, was proclaimed emperor. Yeah, one on me. Let's go. I'm going to rule this. We're going to go and, and, and with guns recapture and Patty. And so the balance shifts. Where's my baguette at? We rendezvous in Rome Shampoo. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> See, sensible Samuel. Just. Exactly. We, do have, we, have our own, we have our own sensible Samuel. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right. Maurice ordered that Jeff take the elephants to Italy to help out against the Lombards there. Right? Now, along the way, his, his, uh, one of his elephants named Nero, who loved to just play trumpet what, loud, yeah. <laughs> he just loved to sing, and he was constantly blowing like his, his trumpet. Uh, you know, hot air. Hot air, and um, every time after he finished, Jeff would clap. Because he knew that Nero loved that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, his ears yeah. would flop around. Yeah, you did so good. Yeah. Good job, Nero. Good job. Um, now, we do know that Jeff personally led some skirmishes against Lombards at this time. Mm. They were skirmishes that were not big or game-changing. Just something to pat the stats. Yeah, fair enough. Um, 24 elephants in battle. Not an issue. Yeah, you'll be None fine. of them done. Oh, wow. That's genuinely impressive. We will get... What okay, the fuck? None of Jeff's elephants die. This is one of the most impressive feats about Jeff. Holy fuck. He keeps good care of these guys. Holy shit. Yeah. And they're with Fucking him for like 22 years. Hannibal can suck Jeff's Oh, dick. yeah. No. <laughs> he, would out, he would out elephant Hannibal for sure. Um, 
Now, Jeff probably Jeff probably rode one of the elephants in the battle, I'm guessing. That rules. You would have had to. That's cool. Um, later on that year, he um, received another letter from Maurice. He was needed in Carthage now. Well. Uh, no reason was given. Just go to Carthage. Yeah. Jeff was wondering how he was going to get all 24 of these elephants on a boat, but decided to try and make it work. So he headed down to Sicily, which is the best place to get a boat. Best boat, <laughs> boat capital of the world, yeah. Sicily. That's what they call it. Uh, he had to yell at one of his elephants at this time, named Aurelian, <laughs> because Aurelian <laughs> kept trying to get Zenobia and Tetricus, two other elephants, to join his empire. He was trying to start an empire, I, but I, Zen- <laughs> Zenobia and Tetricus were not having it. That's part of where I'm like, I feel like we've almost like gone outside of the bit, just like a step where the elephants are like, it's not like, really trying to build an empire here. Yeah. It's not like he's like a territorial elephant. It's like, no, no, he's like, he's trying to fucking out empire Rome. And he's already indoctrinated all the other ones. Yeah, of course. But Tetricus and Zenobia aren't Roman emperors, right? Uh, They're just, they're, they're, they're usurping empires. So that's why he was trying to get them into the thing, right? Yeah. It's unification. So Jeff had to yell at him to stop like dude you're you're making everyone uncomfortable mm-hmm. kind of thing right hit him on the nose you know bap yeah bap while in africa jeff relaxed a bit there was not a lot to do <laughs> so we do know that he settled down for about 10 years oh in this in, in carthage so he just spent a lot of time Fair. he liked going on walks with his his, his elephant hadrian Mm. Yeah, no, Hadrian loved to, to look at the buildings and the defenses of the walls, and and they just loved big architecture. Hadrian was impressed with some good building. We need to build a wall, folks. Exactly, and that was Hadrian's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, would, yeah. They would go to walls. They Like, if only they got to, went to Britain, because that's where that, that Hadrian's wall is. Or China. Yeah, <laughs> the Great Wall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was built at this time. Must have been. I don't know if it was, though. I have no idea. I have no idea when they, they were built. Um... Jeff was appointed to be the urban prefect of the city. So urban he's... prefect sounds like a fake fucking yeah. title. Yeah, <laughs> remember when? Um, remember when uh, Jeff, as the, like the Praetorian prefect, was fighting the urban prefect because mm-hmm. the Praetorians at that time were like the guard um, yes. uh, of the emperor. The urban prefect or the city guard. Yes. Okay. So like it, it, it's a bit better, but it's more equivalent to our police force. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we can imagine Jeff meeting people in back alleys with his elephants. You know, I feel like it's hard to meet someone in a back alley with 24 <laughs> elephants following But he made around. it work. <laughs> they would just form a circle around him, hiding in plain sight. Everyone would look super uncomfortable. Uh, Jeff worked under a man named Heraclius at this time. and oh, uh, yo, Greek. Yeah, he didn't really like Heraclius or Heraclius's son, Heraclius. Just wasn't a fan. He found they were both pompous and arrogant. Did they kill lions and wear their skin? They probably just didn't like and so uh, the elephants. Riddle of the Sphinx. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, they, that's what they did. Travel into, I think uh, Heracles went to hell, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, or not hell, whatever. The yeah, yeah. Fucking... Hades, the underworld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hades too. Out in t- next year, I think maybe. Yeah. Um, in five ninety two, though, Jeff does receive an urgent letter from Maurice. He is needed to go up and handle peace negotiations with the Avars. Mm. Totally good. While Jeff was loading the ship, he had to yell at one obese-looking elephant 
who was just constantly eating, mm. where he yelled, Vitellius, ah. get on this ship right now. <laughs> oh, but then I realized he needs his own ship. He's eating too much. <laughs> yeah, so they put Vitellius on his own ship. Well, they put him at the... Was he the one at the bottom of the stairs who got, like, yeah. hung? Yeah, yeah, who threw, like, fucking banger Remember? parties. Yeah, and then at the, at the end, so when that's, he, he fled, he brought that's his That's what baker. an emperor should be. He brought his baker and his, Banger like, parties <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. Just fucking... the. Coolest drugs. <laughs> <laughs> in rather 593 or 594, we're not sure, Jeff arrived in Moesia, which is a province in the Balkans near Dalmatia and... and uh, yeah, short for Mona Lisa. Yeah, exactly. That's where he got the name from. And he approached the Avars, who were mesmerized and or horrified at their first sight of elephants. And the Avars life. were... Per- no, no, they were... Um, they were Hunnic. Hunnic, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. and... Um, in in our story, they're bird people as well. Okay, I was I was kind of thinking like flight. avian. <laughs> yeah, which is why they they named they the Totals ranking Fair. gave them that that kind uh, of. Oh, okay, yeah, they're all Falco names, Falco names. Yeah, well, Maurice wanted Jeff to give one of the elephants to the Avars, Ooh. which Jeff wasn't happy about, but he had poopy anus over here, the <laughs> elephant, and no one likes poopy anus, so he was gonna try and give poopy anus to the Avars, but. Overall, the Avars weren't having it. They didn't really want the elephants. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> it's an elephant. What are yeah. you going to do with it? <laughs> Ride it into battle. Yeah, exactly. Which is probably the argument some of the Avars were saying. Yeah, yeah. You will just get rid of them. All right? You're, you're going you're gonna to care about them for a week, and then you're going to get rid of them. No, I won't. <laughs> I love the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting a kid, like a dog for Christmas. Yeah. Um... Despite the elephant offer... I am not a gift. I am a 95-year commitment. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, despite the offer, the Avars turned it down. What the hell are we going to do with an elephant? The sensible ones among them said. <laughs> and Jeff went back to Constantinople in 595. He stayed there in Constantinople, living at his father's villa with mm-hmm. the elephants in the, in the garage, probably. That's a big um, garage. Yeah, it must be a big garage. I'm just um, chilling here in my garage. Well, Got my elephants with me. But you know what I like more than elephants? That's right, knowledge. Roger rushed into the room at this point and oh, handed Jeff a letter. Ooh. And Jeff looked at the letter and said, thank you. Roger left. And Jeff put it on the table and looked over at the elephant that just walked out of the garage into the little lawn area where his desk is because mm-hmm. it's a nice, yeah, it's yeah, a nice yeah. summer. Yeah, fair. And he said, oh, there you are, Focus. I was wondering where you went. And then he paused. Wait. Who's focus? Okay, yeah, I, I did the same thing. Jeff <laughs> opens up the letter, and you hear the general focus has revolted against Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was really good. Thank you. I tried so hard on that one. No, that, one, that uh, one was I, good. I did this one, actually, when I did the Jeff Twitter thing and i tried make, incorporating it into this oh, podcast okay yeah yeah so he did like that same thing where it's like focus wait who are you yeah, <laughs> to yeah. the elephant and i feel like that works really well with my like i can kind of barely keep track of the emperor so i'm like <laughs> fuck focus uh god was he like yeah. before uh, the focus with a ph by the way okay okay yeah. uh it's if you look at it it, it could be seen as folk ass Fuck ass. <laughs> yeah, so Emperor Fuck ass is now in. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, he's not in there. Um, but he was revol- revolting against Maurice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't long, though, <laughs> until uh, Focus's city, uh, army was outside the city of, of Constantinople. Oh. Yeah. 
Maurice, uh, not much he could do, tried to flee, but he was captured. Ah, shit. And we'll get into more about how much I love Maurice and even the people before. We're going to get into more about these guys next week. Sounds good. When we're building up to the, the big war that's about to happen between the Persians and the Romans. Ah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the biggest war that uh, will ever happen between them. All right. Yeah. Interesting. And so um, within months, <laughs> Maurice and his family were captured. Maurice's sons were all individually beheaded in front of him on a dock. Oh, Christ. Before he was beheaded. Apparently, he didn't show any emotion or react to anything as he was watching his sons get executed. He was just sitting there dead-faced, emotionless. Oh. He lost all will, and he, he realized that this was going to happen. So apparently, our sources say he just sat there and watched oh. before it was his turn. It was unfortunate. I love Maurice, which is why I hate this for him. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah, no, it sucks. Um, immediately, focus starts causing havoc in the city. <laughs> um, first havoc he causes was to Jeff personally. Oh, shit. He strips Jeff of all of his elephants. But he has an elephant named after him. I know. That's, That's what he tried arguing. On. Yeah. Um, we never see these elephants again. I supported you before you were emperor. We do know that these elephants were with Jeff for over 20 years. Jeff's old as fuck. Oh, yeah. No, Jeff's... He's like 70-something um, right now. He's a bit older than that. <laughs> Christ. He was born in 517. It is now 602. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's 85. He's 85, yeah. And no children yet. <laughs> <laughs> can he have children <laughs> well let's see Jeff like, falls we need, into... they need to send in the idf semen extraction force to like <laughs> after he dies to make sure that we can continue our podcast um jeff real falls thing, into a depression anyway. is that a real thing that's a real thing <laughs> I, I thought you were, you no, were it's fucking with me. it is slight i can't emphasize enough slightly hyperbolic all oh, right like call that's not the name of it but there are there is like a group in the idf that will go like extract semen from dead soldiers so right. that they can continue their bloodline right oh god <laughs> that's disgusting it's fucking crazy <laughs> um jeff falls into a depression at this time obviously he just got all those elephants taken away from him yeah, fair. like that was his family up until that point yeah right um, uh, Matt, he was, he was, he was truly embodying the essence of a weeb. He was. Right? He was like, I don't need 3D women. I have my <laughs> elephants. Yep. <laughs> and um, I'm going to name them after my favorite emperors. <laughs> They're going to be my OCs. <laughs> and some of them weren't even emperors. <laughs> like Zenobia and Tetricus. Oh yeah, fair. Um, now. Or technically focus. Yeah. Not yet. He wasn't yet. Yeah, yeah, now he is. Prophetic. Um, Jeff joins the Senate at this time because uh, the Senate is becoming more powerful than they have been in centuries. Mm. Uh, they're starting to finally have some weight behind them. And um, we'll go into next week about what happens in Focus's reign. Short form, Spain is pretty much getting... There's a few cities left. Mm. They're really kicking him out of Spain right now. Um, the Lombards have taken most of Italy... Um, Egypt has now revolted against Focus and is now... Um, so this guy fucks everything up. Yeah. Uh, the Persians started invading Syria and, and, and uh, Anatolia. Here is the last picture I'll show you. This is, so to put it in perspective, this is Justinian's conquests. This is what it looks like a mere 50 years after. <laughs> where a lot of Thrace 
or Greece is being invaded by Avars and Serbs and a lot of different tribes. Syria is gone. Yeah. Because focus kind of lost that. Egypt, as you can see, is down here revolting. And then um, Africa's still in good place. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, still fine. And um, Italy's kind of being picked apart, as you can tell. Yeah, and I think I've I think I've put together why I may have like kind of felt like a a bit of a shift in like the opinions and thoughts on like the expansionism being right. like, well, it was so long ago, we can kind of like jokey hand wave it. Right. Is that it? It's like ruling. Well, combined with kind of hitting a little bit of my breaking point on like Israel Palestine. Right. Um. Is that like em- empires have the ability to rule by like benevolence and placation but instead rule with violence and fear yeah so it's like if you need a bigger empire violence and fear are more applicable options because you can have that in more of a surplus because you can stoke like nationalism and patriotism and not expend many resources for that very fair versus if you like consolidate your empire you can have like a much greater quality of life for all your citizens. Yeah. And kind of like by definition, like not have an empire anymore. Just yeah. have like but then a you wouldn't have state broad- empires like the Roman Empire. Yeah. <laughs> see, you like, know, that that would rule. See, like I'm like like I get what you're saying. Something but something power my, vacuum, there's always yeah. gonna be someone there. Uh, Fair I just, enough. But. I love no, and it's not even that. It's just oh. for me, like I find all of this very fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So in my mind, I don't even consider the mm. facts that you're thinking about anymore okay. because I'm just treating it like stuff that's done. It's over with. It'll never change anymore. Mm. So I'm, I'm learning about it and I'm having fun like learning about like the expansion part and the wars in Roman history are the things I'm least interested in. Yeah, yeah. I love politics. I love the, the religious aspect and the economic yeah, yeah. aspect. But like... All of it together is why I love history. Yeah, fair. Right? And so, like, and I find that, especially as a historian, if I have to go through it, like, the way, kind of, like, you're thinking about it, mm-hmm. I'll just be depressed all the time. Yeah. Right? Which is why, in my mind, like, as a lot of historians do, especially when talking about, like, Hitler and stuff, you have to somehow, as a historian, and we were talking about how Wikipedia is pretty good at, on certain pages about being unbiased. Mm-hmm. I never want to come across like I'm championing the Romans. Yeah, yeah. Because they are the villains. Yeah, in yeah. Everybody else's story. Yeah. And they're they're they they act like villains constantly. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't want to champion what they do, but I want to talk about the accomplishments that they've made. Yeah. Right. And that that's kind of where I think I'm. Yeah, yeah. And that. it's like I got, and I think I honestly I think like the in my head it's just because I am basically consistently looking at it through a and, comparison and to modern what lens. the fuck is happening today. And you're also a lot more with, uh, like, the, you're looking at the world now and seeing how big empires have ruined what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I, I totally understand your side, too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, if someone came up to me and said, like, what you said to me, I would be like, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. I totally get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can probably do that, like, the so far away or whatever, for, like... Aztecs, yeah. Maybe. Well, even it's like, like okay, it, that was so detached from like anything we have. Yeah. Versus like you can 
and again, I'm still gonna say we're gonna do this episode. We can draw a line from the fall of the Roman Empire to hentai. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that episode. And it's that, like, episodes are 100% already coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. But it's like, it's like, Roman Empire feels like as, basically as far back as we can go, where it's like, we can draw like a fucking straight, mostly clear line to like shit happening today. Yeah. Versus like, there's, we can't really. Well, especially look at since like, the Roman Empire fell and then 200 years later, the Americans. Exactly, exactly. Like and that's kind of, of you know, why like, <laughs> is that it, it feels super far ago, and it is, but it's not like, like Super when the Romans when the Romans fall, Spain, France, Portugal, and it and uh, Britain will all have empires, <laughs> or oh. they'll beginning they'll be beginning their empires. Fledgling, yeah, yeah, right. Like we will get to times where the West is they'll a be lot the, stronger than the they'll East. be the like Russia, yeah. America, China, like yeah. fighting for exactly. vying for control. Um. All right, just to get. Because we're almost at the end here. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, also, in um, Arabia, uh, there was a lot of a commotion right now with a lot of uh, tribes that are, were, were unifying. Um, but, like, none of Arabia is really in the Roman Empire, so Focus really wouldn't have had an eye on that. Yeah. Um, and then news came in from Focus that a man in Africa was revolting. And Focus said, well, why doesn't he take a bath? <laughs> um, that man is Heraclid. Thanks for listening to our podcast. This will be the last episode. Hope you enjoyed. Um, for the other Jeffs, you can check out Bailey's Twitter feed here. Uh, um, oh. Yeah, Heraclius, the man who uh, oh. Jeff worked under, but her, that guy's son. Ah, so the, yeah. Heraclius. Heraclius Jr., uh, yeah, he was revolting. But before we get to that, some happy news for Jeff. Let's go. At the age of 85, Holy fuck. Jeff has a child. We should probably get a DNA test on there, but we I, can't. Uh, um, 23 so and me let's get came the, let's the, get the little, after. <laughs> let's get a little family tree out. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> okay. And this child will be known to history as Jeff the Unknown. That doesn't bode well for him. No, you're not. You're not, you're not thinking a long episode then. <laughs> Let's see, Jeff? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Yeah, nice. And you'll have to start a new page next episode that too. I will. Um, okay. Now, around six oh nine A.D. Nice, 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 nice. Six oh nine. Still nice. Yeah. Um, Jeff heard that his old boss Heraclius declared his son Heraclius emperor, and they were now heading towards Constantinople. Within months, they arrived, and Phocus was dragged out to a boat where Heraclius was on, mm. with apparently thunder and lightning in the air. That's cool. Uh, Heraclius looked down on Phocus and said, Is thus... How you ruled your empire. Jeff's just gonna like slip in the background on the rain and crack his skull open and that's how he dies. Because he's so fucking old at this point. Focus looked up at Heraclius and said, will you rule it better? Basically, is this, is this how you ruled your empire? And then Focus says, well, you're gonna say that to me. Will you rule it better than I did? Good luck. 
right? And Heraclius would then say, yeah, you lost everything, dude. What do you mean, good luck? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm getting dealt the worst hand any Roman has ever got. <laughs> this is, we're like, next episode, we're about to be smaller than we've ever been. <laughs> right? So, like, don't come to me asking, will I do better, dude? Anyway, around uh, 6.10, Jeff started to uh, lose his mind a bit. Shocking it took yeah, this long. Um, he would become delirious and yell at people randomly. Yeah. Um, everything came to a head against Heraclius, though. When one day, Jeff in the Senate was uh, yelling about how, uh, how rubbish Heraclius was. Oh. Yeah, and about how um, they needed a real emperor, like, like Justinian or Tiberius or Maurice. We need, like, a real good emperor to Man, come and take the reins. He's really not good at picking emperors to... <laughs> like, bro, well, you, why didn't he go, like, we need a real emperor, like, fucking It was living, or... living memory. Living memory. Nah, fair. Yeah, right? Where, as you'll see next week with... Because uh, we've already covered Justinian, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see with Tiberius, because that's where we're going to be starting. We're going to be starting after Justinian's death. Yeah, yeah. With Justin, and then we're going to... I'm going to tell you more about the history leading up till Briefly. Yeah, yeah. Because we have a bigger event coming that same episode. Uh, yeah, um, so we'll see. <laughs> um, and then Maurice and Tiberius, they also did quite a lot that we'll get into. Okay, okay. Now, every time Heraclius would, um, try to put a law through, Jeff would try and stop it from going through. <laughs> um, eventually, and it would become a big nuisance to everybody. For some reason, they were letting this now 98-year-old man in the Senate, because yes, he's 98 Fucking years old. Christ. Um, one day... In the Senate building, oh. um, they were going through the laws, of, uh, sorry, the, the grain shipment, and, and Heraclius was about to accept a, by the way, Egypt's back, because when um, Heraclius invaded, his, his cousin, or his brother invaded uh, from the Africa down into Egypt and recaptured it for okay. the empire. So Egypt's back. All right, all right. Um, and, and so back is like, so is Syria, kind of, and so is Anatolia. It's just everything's up in the air right now. Mm. Um, and, um, he tried to veto the grain shipments mm. that Heraclius that was putting into play. That stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. So okay. stupid that Heraclius said enough is enough <laughs> and ordered that Jeff be seized. And at the age of 98, Aww. in 615 AD, so close, Jeff was executed. <laughs> so close. So close. It's funny because at the be- uh, at uh, Jeff, who's it? Jeff uh, Eleven. That was ninety eight. I think so. Uh, yeah, uh, Jeff Eleven, and then also this Jeff at the end of both of their paragraphs in my original like, bl- like my original notes. Mm-hmm. Under both of them, it says this is the longest reigning Jeff uh-huh. or longest living Jeff, which both of them end up being wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, he was executed for betraying the empire. All right. Fair. I was that betraying the well, empire. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was. It like, was like the context. I, I can he see needed. the argument. But he it's like, like he he had to pin something on Jeff, and that was what he pinned. Okay. okay. No one would argue because everyone like hated the, Jeff at that point. It was point. the one who like ran away or like ran away. Yeah, Jeff ten. Uh, but uh, was, ten. ten and he was, <laughs> yeah. But was like caught and was like, "You're doing treason." It's like, well, what it was, the fuck do you mean? It was because his brother revolted and was like. Yeah, big yeah. treason, so you just need an excuse to kill him. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, ready to rank. time. All right. Fightus Jeffianus. All right, well, <laughs> where to start, okay? Let's try my best to remember everything. I, yeah, it's like nebulously good. Um, it is. 
Um, so he took part in no less than eight sieges. Christ Almighty. All of them victories. He was besieged twice, and both were victories. One of them was a stunning victory, Ooh, where it was 30,000 Goths versus around 5,000 Romans. Damn. Um, he then won, he was part of two pitch battles. One against the Persians was a victory. Mm-hmm. One that was against the Avars, which was a victory. And then another pitch battle, a third one, which was a loss. But uh, only only loss, right? So he's like... Only loss. And then... 15 and 1. Not to mention also uh, his time as a spy. It was him burning the grain in the city uh, of Ravenna yeah, yeah. that caused the city to have to... Um, have to... To concede? To concede, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, surrender that's the surrender word. yeah that, uh, <laughs> and that's that's it like it's a short explanation because we have no details on like any of these really mm-hmm. um but like that's a hefty amount of stuff yeah he has done he has at least taken part part in more conflicts than any jeff bar maybe six yeah yeah no he was like because yeah it was like it, he was like on the older end i think of joining the army for a lot of yeah. like big fighty jeffs but he was there till he was like fucking sixty yeah, something. He was pretty old. And yeah, and, yeah. And don't get me wrong. The, the two pitch battles, I believe, on oh, sorry, all three of the pitch battles, he was an officer, so okay. no longer fighting on the front lines anymore. Yeah, like, I assume there was like a degree of like promotion. Yeah. But it's like he was in the army for like five yeah. decades. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm thinking around nine. Yeah, I, I just don't think because I think in this round you have to be very good at fighting, which is like Jeff Six who has nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Or it also, we have to count how high of a standard you were fighting for. For example, if you revolt and you're leading your own revolt against the emperor yeah, by like, yourself, you get higher points than if you were just a foot soldier in that revolt. Yeah, and it, it, it felt a bit more like along the... As much as like he was there the whole time, obviously achieved yeah. some recognition that it's more... He was there with Belisarius. Yeah, or Bel- Belisarius. Oh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and... That just led to a lot of success versus like yeah. this was Jeff's, well, Belis- Jeff's yeah. plan. Belisarius is also one of like those top ten, top fifteen generals. Okay, of yeah, all time, yeah, yeah. Right, like he's up. So there. it's like if if we picked out like a different soldier with a similar amount of time as Jeff, it would be the exact. It same. would be similar. Yeah, Bar yeah. maybe the spy and then the pitch battles when he was an officer, but yeah. So that's like yeah, no, it's a good point. Yeah, I, I, what are you thinking? Eight point five, I think. Eight point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh... I'll go with an eight. Okay, okay. Because you're right, and it's also the lack of like any sort of detail, and maybe because he was a really good spy. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> CIA should call him up. There we go. All right, so that's eighteen plus eighteen point five, which is sixteen point five. All right. Opprobrium idiom. idiom. Um, opprobrium idiom. He did go crazy at the end of his life. Yeah, but he didn't really do much with it. He did cause his own execution. He, like, filibustered. That's that's all he did. He he caused his own execution. I guess. He, um... Did he do anything when he... He tried to join the Greens and Blues when he was youth. And it was only because... He named his elephants. Yeah. (laughs) He also named all of his elephants after rubbish emperors. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Yeah, no, uh... He's not that crazy. He tried joining the Greens and the Blues, 
his father convinced him not to, so yeah. I don't know if we can count much of that. And it's like, because like, him losing his mind was such a small part of his life, yeah. I feel like it doesn't contribute a whole ton. And yeah. he didn't really like do anything notable himself. Nope. So it's like, meh. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say a two. Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking like four. Four? Just because yeah, I, like, I feel like we could go more into his like filibustering at the end of his life with like him losing his mind. But, like, we don't really need to. Yeah. It was you know more what? just, like, he was a thorn in his side yeah. because he was losing it. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm going to stick at two. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to give him anything for the elephants, and I'll give him one each for his two. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, so that is a six. Sounds good. Six for Probium Idiom. Successes Jeffius. Hard one. Um, now, he does have now villas in Carthage. Like, I know the the success is weird because it's like, where did he stay? Where does he have houses now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he does, he was the urban prefect in Carthage, which is a high role mm. in Carthage. It's one of the top five positions in yeah, Carthage. Fair. So he good. led part of the city for a while. He had, um, he has like connections there now. He joined the Senate in Rome, which he was always a part of it, but he never took part of it. Yeah. Um, this and does. That's like going back to like Jeff fucking five. Yeah, the last time we the, the Senate was relevant in our story was Jeff Five. Yeah, yeah. When he oh, made them that. senatorial Steel class. Steel trap up here. Right, yeah. When he <laughs> made them senatorial class. Yeah, yeah. Right, so this is the first time we're really seeing much of that. Um, but other than that, again, Constantinople, he had his things. He was successful in a way where, like... It's like he wasn't, an, he wasn't like the beta orbiter Jeff. No. It was more like he just... So happened to be born at a point in time mm-hmm. where, like, if he joined the army, he would just find success. He is rich. Yeah, fair. And that is because of his father, though. Mm. Because his father's merchant empire still brought still him kicking. in a lot of money, yeah, yeah. right? Like, so it, we can't really say anything in that And, like, way. he didn't have a kid until he was fucking 85. I know. His kid would have been, what, 14 or something when he, when he uh... <laughs> 13. 13 when he, uh, died. Yeah, damn. Um, so, so maybe that's why we don't know much about his son. Yeah. Um, luckily for us, this is the last episode, bar next episode. Yeah, yeah. That we're going to have no sources, really. Jeff 16 and up all the way to basically near the end. We have a, a good amount of sources for stuff. Cool. Yeah. And we're going to, the next like five Jeffs after this are like some of my favorites. Cool. I, li- good, I like Jeff good. 15. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing I dislike about the no, man. Fair, fair. Um, yeah, but, uh... He never. He didn't put anything back. Yeah, They're yeah. They're not worse off, so I don't think he can get one or two. Yeah, ah, maybe it's like a three. Four. I'll give yeah. him a four. You give him cool. three. Okay, seven. Yeah. All right. Tempest Radio. Which we already know the answer. Oh yeah. Because Jeff, was it Jeff eleven? Just look for the highest score we yeah, have. Yeah, which is this one. Uh, is that correct. Four point seven five. It's it's um ninety eight divided by t- yeah 20, yeah right? point seven so twenty times point seven five is eighteen. What? It's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just do the math. <laughs> How about I just right? want to, I don't want to be, be be sure. Damn. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I should finish. My I don't want to know. Yeah. It's not good enough for you. Like in history. No, major. you're probably you're probably very right. Unless our math last time was wrong. <laughs> I think our math. Last time might have been wrong. What did he? He left to ninety eight, right? Ninety eight. The other one? I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I that got one's... four point nine for this. Okay, then in that case, yeah, either that one's wrong. We will. We will. 
I I know, wait, it's 16. 16 is 75%. Nope. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Not doing math in my head right now. We'll do the math for Jeff Lovin next week, and (laughs) we'll see next time. That could could sway everything. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe he won't get it for that. Maybe maybe Jeff Lovin won't get it if he's he's a point extra, you know? Um, 4.9 for Tempest Agio. Last one. Deficus Jefficus. Uh, it was kind of... Yeah, he was executed for trying to... It was like a boring version of, I think it was, was it Jeff the Bishop? <laughs> uh, Jeff Bishop disappeared, I think, didn't he? Uh, who was it? No, who was, the, who was the one who went raving mad? Five. That was five? But he died on the Senate floor of smallpox raving mad. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he, this is like a boring version yeah, of his. Yeah, it's still in the Senate house. It's just, for some reason, this is not as, this isn't hit as strong. He, but, I think it's because yeah, yeah. Jeff Five was so into all the politics. Yeah, And yeah. he seems kind of like an outsider. This is just, in. he was like kind of there and didn't like the guy, so he tried to stop him mad. Not yeah. like losing it <laughs> I'll be honest. This death does nothing for me. Yeah. I'll give him a three. <laughs> I don't know, I got like two. Okay, it's a five. Right. Four. That is, yep, that is 1.25. One day we'll have a contentious, is he getting in again? <laughs> I, I believe. <laughs> I don't, don't prejudge. We don't know. All right. Oh, sorry. Let's at least get the score first. All right. And his score is 35.65. We have gotten that quite feels, a few 30s clubs. I was going to say, that feels kind of high. but It's just his fighting. He fought a lot. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Right? That was like half his points. So. Yeah. Um, so 35.65. Uh, and that only leaves us with one question. Does he have it? No. No. <laughs> he doesn't have the ribs. So, what, what, okay. Arguments for it. His elephants. No. No, no, no. Okay. They were they were a funny. They were a good bit. They were a very good bit. Yeah, but a bit doesn't get you into the fucking round robin knockout. Yeah, fair enough. Well, a rounds. bit almost got um, Jeff twelve in because well, yeah. his death was the only thing interesting about him. Um, that was a good death. It was a fantastic, not a good death. bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a Jefficus. As I was doing the, ra- the 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 research, like I thought he would be a bit more. But as I did it, and because he lived 98 years, I have to cover 98 years, uh, which is why the longer... Oh, <laughs> like, we do go into a bit of Dark Sources near the end of the podcast. I think from Jeff, maybe eight, 28 till about Jeff 22? 30, sorry, 32? 32, okay. Um, where we have some long-living Jeffs, like four or five in a row lived to like 90 or 100 kind of thing. Okay. Which is going to be very difficult for me to cover because... You know? That's a while. But we do have a lot more like unnumbered Jeffs hmm. back then, so I'll be able to go into those big topics in those gotcha, small episodes. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so that is it for today. I do want to tell you something for the first time. Okay. There'll be no episode next week. Okay. Because I have to now look into a lot. <laughs> well, like, that's fine. We like, are kind of delayed a week. Oops. Yeah. So. so I will say that this... The like next episode we will be going into Jeff the Unknown first. Okay, it'll be about five minutes. Of Jeff the <laughs> All Unknown. Right. Then I'll be starting with, and I'm not. I'm gonna try my best not to spoil things, but broad strokes you're gonna need to get spoiled. We're gonna go into the last Roman Persian War. 
in all of history. Mm. And then the Romans kind of eke their way into a victory at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. And as the Romans are on their knees from this victory and the Persians are laying down on this victory, oh, no. the tribes in Arabia will, combine, will, will uh, unify. unify under one man named Muhammad. Oh, and Muhammad a... will take out <laughs> the Persians and most of the Roman territory that we have. Cool. Roman Empire will be cut in half next episode. Oh, we're just doing a binary search of the Roman Empire yeah. every time. Fucking so, east, west, fucking so, southwest. Yeah. So it, that that's what I mean. So I'm gonna have to look into a lot. I want to make sure I'm giving you like yeah, the yeah. context because the Arabs are gonna be with us. Nope. For the rest of our podcast. Super fair. Um, so, Super and, fair. <laughs> and they're, in my opinion, the most like deadly opponents the Romans ever won't go against. So, okay, okay. So yeah, no, uh, that's, um, that's, that's it for that. Cool. Yeah. Lovely. Um, yeah, no, we just... All right. And with that, thank you for listening. You can follow us on a variety of podcatchers that we're not going to list. Um... Twitter, uh, oh, what's up? Yep, yeah, we knew uh, Twitter. Yeah, uh, Twitter at Pax Americas Pod, P A X A M E R I C U. Also Pod. at Blue Sky, at oh. that exact same. Okay. Uh, at except I think I forgot to put Pod at the end. That's but fine. It's fine. It's just Pax Americas on Blue Sky. If you want, or if you're interested. Um, uh, or you can follow our, <laughs> yeah, our individual Twitters. Uh, mine is at Alsatoric, A L S A T O R E C. Or also I. Th- think i have a blue sky i don't yeah. know if i set it up finished it yet i don't think i'm setting myself up but, uh, until like i'm confirming that this is going to be like a real network no that's <laughs> fair it's more just i i've fucking gotten an email saying make an account and i went yeah sure i haven't touched it aside from saying like hey when twitter dies uh i'll use this one yeah no totally uh, or or at uh uh ba faucet f-a-w-c-e-t-t um or on the facebook group totalis groupium and totalis rankiums group uh, group Facebook page and then also uh, on Discord it's uh, this Saturday is the last episode of Totalis Rankium Roman Emperors oh shit we will find out who will win between Heraclius which is the guy who I'm betting on mm. so I hope he wins Justinian 2 <laughs> oh. which we haven't obviously that gives kind of a way how good Heraclius is gonna do. Yeah, yeah, next, yeah. Uh, when we get back to him, <laughs> I was like, just, wait a second, isn't just, he currently? Yeah, he's the current emperor. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is funny, just timing. So that kind of spoils for you. He's one of my favorite emperors. Fair enough. Um, Justinian II, who is the last member of the Heraclian dynasty, which mm. is going to be starting with Heraclius. Okay. And then Andronicus, who is way, way I near the saying, end. I don't think I know that one yet. He's way near the end when the empire's small, but he's very interesting. Uh, come on, come on, come on, Heraclius. Let's go. <laughs> I get bragging rights. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, I think that's everything. Lovely. Yeah. And until next time, <sighs> I don't want poopy anus. You give him to the Avars, yeah? <sighs> but no one likes a poopy anus.